Talk about a butt crab, people. I was the healthiest fat kid you ever knew. Exactly. I fought my way out of the womb of the lion. Business in the front and a hella ratchet on the back. Summer camp shit. Would you kiss him if you could meet him? Open your ears, shut your mouth, it's not your experts, we're back. Open your ears, shut your mouth, it's not your experts, we're back. Woo! When we're back, that's and some high energy, exciting things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and it is great to be back on the podcast with Brandon and Corey. Uh, we've, we've already had a great night. It, it is the uh, Tyson-Jones fight tonight. It was good. And well, the fight before was really good. Oh, dude, Jake Paul. I mean, before we start any conversation yeah, 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 yeah. about tonight, we have to talk about. Can we call him a legend yet? Who, Mr. Jake Paul? Oh yeah, he's getting up there. He's getting up there. He is. Well, he's he's done a really. Fights. He's done a, a great job at beating other celebrities so far. At twenty three and making a lot of money. Twenty three, making a lot of money. Net worth, check it. Like nineteen twenty mil. Nineteen mil. Is that according? What website did we get that data from, Brandon? Was that Forbes? It was Google. It was Google. Google. Nice we Google. And both of them, Logan and Jake, are both worth yeah, nineteen now. They're ba- just they're just doing good Ballers things. Ball. No, no, no. Maybe not good things, but they're doing things. They make they're a do- lot of money <laughs> doing them. <laughs> they're doing things. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. The Paul brothers, Corey states, are doing things. That is true. I uh, I don't, I don't think anyone's going to argue that third. point. But but uh, we had we got to watch the fights. We also got to go through Brandon's whiskey collection, which might I say. Is one of the top-notch amateur whiskey collections I have seen. He's coming back. He just made himself a drink. Uh, oh, he just got up out of his chair again. Never mind. Uh, but he's got to pump it up. He's got to pump it up. It's pump, on hydraulic. Pump it up. But pump there, it up. Uh, I mean, there's some great... It looks like... Um, I mean, most of the Southeast is covered when it comes to bourbon in your collection. I see some... Just looking right now, like some amazing, amazing Tennessee whiskeys and bourbons. Um, I mean, basil, gosh, like, you know what the I mean? Basil Kentucky Hayden's. bourbon. I mean, so just good. having that as your bottom shelf. That is their bottom shelf in this household, people. There's no, there's no, like, the shelving has no matter in our whiskey. It's just like, hey, this works well here. The only, I, if you I, look at the collection, <laughs> the only thing that really makes a difference is the non-Americans. So there's a Japanese and then there's an Irish at the top left. And those are, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to be drinking. Non-Americans. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, there's a, there's definitely a time and place, and yeah. I, I really like the Japanese whiskeys. They're very light. They're you know they're they just good. They're, they're they're so smooth. Which I, like, I can't. It feels like sushi. It, it like I don't know how to describe Japanese whiskey. Which I can't say. It, I, I, I like. I've not been a very big like in the Japanese. I haven't had a lot of them. Like I think Centauri is like one of the ones I've had. Yeah, and it's probably the only that's one the I've only had. Yeah. That's the only one I've ever had. Exactly. <laughs> I've had it at the whiskey jar. That's like a also. very common one in our stores around here. It's not like when you go into the ABC store in Virginia, there's like a slew of Japanese whiskeys to pick from. So there's like two. Centauri's really good. We've had it multiple times. Second, I think third time we've third had third, third or time. four bottles we've had and. It's just, it's just yeah. Light. Like, just like we it. were starting just our couple fingers whiskey in. collection, kind of, and it's been like a two or three fingers. You know? I want to say like this is like accumulated through like two, three months. Yeah, 
Like I'd go every weekend. I'd buy two to three bottles, put them up there. Nice. And then like it's like me and Corey have a problem. We're like, we'll buy a bottle. We'll finish it that night. You know what I'm saying? It's called alcoholism. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we don't drink during the week. Boys. We don't we drink like not week. to talk about that. But <laughs> so we'll buy a bottle or two and we're like, oh, we'll start a collection. We'll buy two bottles. One bottle's gone. The next bottle will last till the next weekend. We don't have to buy anything. We finished that bottle. Now we have nothing. So it was like, I went on this like spurge, spurge. splurge, spurge, whatever. Spurge is splurge. For like yeah. a month. Spurge and spurge. merge. For like two months. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm buying two to three bottles. And I'd put them up there. Mm. And then. Maybe one week we didn't drink that much. Like we have like if two you to three guys drinks. Are listening to this and you're wondering why the audio is weird? It's because we keep turning around to look at the bottles because they look yeah. that amazing. Because they look that amazing. Because there's nice no way you, you were moving in and out of sound. And yeah, I, just I was. I was. To, I was. I was so captivated. By I'm his turning whiskey. to look. So I just like, wanted to explain that to the listeners. Like, I don't know why. Because I'm a really big like I'm big in the alcohol like. Not alcohol. I'm the, the art, but the, not not the I'm alcohol. Drunk. But I mean, I think <laughs> but like I think you're and like beers. me, whiskey and beers. And like, I mean, I'm I not see big. In, I don't like vodka. I'm not a big fan you of vodka. Else else I'm not big fan like tequila. I'm oh, cool with and like put it in a margarita in the summertime. I'll drink tequila or tequila yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I love but, I love tequila. So don't get me started on tequila. But like, but if you want to like lay out like general a, drinks, beer is another level, and then whiskey's right behind it for me. Like. There's a difference in all of them, and there's an artistic value in all. Like, so I've been telling Corey, like, I want to, like, I was saying, so, like, the top left of the shelf is, like, our non-American mm-hmm. bourbon whiskey. Like, I'm like, we need a crown. Bourbon we, style. We need, like, a Canadian. Bourbon style. Let's get our language right before we get Whatever. sued. So, bourbon is what? Bourbon. It what has is to bourbon? Be- it has to be at least 50% corn. 51%. Delicious. Well, it has, it has to be over 50. It's 51% it, above. So they're wrong about that. 50.1 works according to the law. Because the law says it has to be over 50. Oh, so the, the common and, and knowledge will, is 51% above. It has to be a, yes. 51% and above. Effectively. But because yes. it's like as much and as you can. And then single barrel. From a single barrel. And in the United States, it used in, to be more narrow. It used yes. to be like in Kentucky and aged for how long? At least three years or is it four? Four years. Four years. At least four. In right. Kentucky. Kentucky law says it. I don't know what federal law. Federal law could be three Well, see, years. like, so bourbon, an bourbon used to that, be narrowed down into Kentucky. Or okay. Tennessee whiskey or. But no, no, no. Bourbon, no, no, but I mean, but itself. each state. Yeah, yes. It's yeah, kind of no. like a. Not all whiskey the, is the, bourbon, uh, but all bourbon is whiskey. The sparkly champagne. 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 <laughs> I fucked that up. Yeah, right, right, sparkly right. champagne? But no, oh, you mean champagne. To be called champagne has, <laughs> it has to be, be from, from the champagne region of France. France, right? Much like Bordeaux must be from right. Bordeaux, France, even though you can grow exactly. Bordeaux grapes abroad. You can't call but, it Bordeaux. You can call it a Bordeaux like a lot. Yeah. So and bourbon. No, that's very tough. Bourbon started. It had to be. It had to have. (laughs) (laughs) Vino as veritas or veritas. Like wine is truth. Right. So it's a French lesson on this one. So that was Latin, but whatever. Same thing. See, I don't care. (laughs) So all right. I'm sorry. We got so far off topic. No, we didn't. We didn't. 
or to, not to be, be to uh, so what does it have question. to be in order to be bourbon right now? What is what is the legal definition? So I, what I want to say is the bourbon used to be narrowed down even like closer. It had to be like fifty one percent corn, single barreled in like Kentucky. Yes, right. And then the United States goes. You know what? We'll we'll broaden that. It, it can be fifty one percent corn single barrel in the united states oh that's what bourbon is now so but kentucky bourbon in order to be labeled that still has to be from kentucky, kentucky like you can't I have mean, but yeah. you know what i mean do you know how but like you can be like i'm virginia bourbon it's the same thing like, but you can't call it kentucky well, i mean thing. this is the thing you say i'm going to this great texas barbecue restaurant yeah. obviously it's texas style barbecue but it, it ain't from Texas. Right. It's from so Texas. Like, so if I you give, ain't in Texas, that ain't Texas barbecue. It's so Texas style. If I, if I give Texas you, style. if I so give this you a is whiskey, like the argument right? that if I give you a whiskey, right, and I go it's single barrel, okay, is, or straight barrel, single barrel whiskey, straight barrel, straight single barrel, straight proof. What does that, that mean? Or what? What does that mean? It came from a single barrel. It was not rotated through but barrels, it or it's a not a blend. Barrel. It it's a, a new, new charred oak barrel. New charred it oak barrel. It can't be a secondary. Second, yes. So, like, um, if you look at our collection, right, me and Corey, one of our favorites is uh, Woodford Woodford Preserves. I'm trying to talk into the mic while I look. Woodford Reserve? Wood, Woodford Reserves, double oak. Not preserves. <laughs> we, we ain't making That's no jam around company. here. Woodford Reserves, double oak. We might have a company. If not, you So, it's, it's, it's close to being bourbon. The only difference is... It can't be a bourbon because it was aged in a secondary barrel. Oh, really? I so it's a that. it's a finished whiskey because it was finished in a secondary barrel. Oh, I did not know that. It's still right. delicious. I know. So I like I'm not 100 percent sure on the whole process, but as double oaked, I'm I'm assuming that the second barrel was like charred, and it was aged in that second barrel. Uh, well, double does, oaked. I don't know. It does does. Does that mean it was aged in a charred oak barrel and had oak chips applied to it? Because I know they'll do that. And it used to be like kind of one of those things. You know how like beer that used to come in cans wasn't good? Like you always like yeah. thought. And, and now they're finding that, that it's nothing. Older companies were cheating the rules and st like adding more oaky flavor to their stuff by adding wood chips into it. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like, like, oh, like. That's wrong. That's Don't not the that. traditional way. And now it's almost become like dry hopping. Like dry hopping in beer is like not traditional, but it's really awesome because you get all the hoppy flavor without right, none right. of the bitterness. Right, right. And so what they're saying is like, like these old school companies are like, we'll do both. We're going to age it in the barrel and we're going to add charred oak chips into it as well really get it and just really just blow yeah, it out yeah, yeah. and i don't know if that's what it means by the the double oak or if they just aged it twice into new barrels well so like right. what i've researched and what i've looked into is like it was moved into a so it was moved into a secondary barrel so it was aged twice in a in two new charred oak barrels new chart yeah yeah, so it was in charter. one barrel, and they put it into right. another. That's new why barrel. it can't be. Cons it's it's a finished whiskey, is okay. what it's literally labeled as, because it's finished in a secondary barrel. And so mm. th that was my question: Is that secondary barrel a barrel that's been used, or it's not single barrel? No, I think it's single barrel. I don't think it's been a used barrel. 
Like okay. I don't it's think it, I don't think barrel. it's been I don't think a previous alcohol has been aged in this barrel. Okay. So it's been moved to a new So it's a new one. It's a brand new charred oak barrel. Right. Yeah. So that's why it's a it's a double oak yeah. barrel. So like double oak whiskey. Finished whiskey. But it cannot be technically considered a bourbon because, because it was it wasn't a single barrel, new barrel. Yeah. Fifty one percent corn. I mean, you There's can you can have a ninety percent corn whiskey finishing a new barrel. It's a bourbon. You could have a fifty one percent corn whiskey recipe finish a new barrel. It's a bourbon. It's a very wide range. You can the recipes can vary so far each way, as long as it follows the guidelines. And it's a bourbon. And, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, there's also like a. Uh, Bailed in bonds whiskey. Yeah, bail, it's like a term. So what that means is like if you if you distill a whiskey and then that whiskey is distilled on this property, it is barreled in this property, bottled in this property, according to federal regulations and everything is up to terms, <laughs> it can be considered bailed in bonds whiskey. And so, that was a term like from the like when alcohol is very questionable, right? So and, like when, so if you get a bottle that says "Bailed and Bond," that that means everything was done on, on site. site. So like if um, you look at our collection, I have Jefferson, yes, like the very old. Like we don't have a Jefferson is a very wide range of like selection. Like there's Jefferson, there's Jefferson the very old, the Jefferson Ocean, which is very very cool if you want to like. Jefferson's Ocean. Ocean. So Jefferson takes the way they got their start is there was a distiller that got they made whiskey. Where are they located? Not hundred percent sure on that one. I'm gonna go look at the bottle. Go look at the bottle. So here's how Jefferson got its start. Right? They were a they weren't even a distillery. They didn't make their own whiskey, but they took whiskey. They had a distillery that brewed their whiskey. They took that whiskey from that distillery, put it in their barrels. Mm-hmm. They aged it, and they did whatever they, whatever barrels they wanted to do. Charred, uncharred, however they wanted to age it, and do whatever they would do, right? So they had like a... There's a wording for it, but they had a home distillery. Got their whiskey, they aged it, mm-hmm. and then... So there's a, there's a Jefferson Ocean, which is very yeah. unique. So, according to the bottle, they took these barrels, they put them on a ship, and they sailed these, this ship across the world. And these barrels were on the ship aging across the world. This is some white people shit right now. It's very white. I'm not getting any input from my <laughs> pro, my co-podcast partners. I'm sorry, I had to see where I'm listening. I had to see I where they were out of. Because this was uh, you keep going I'm with listening. the ocean one, but I have a great. That's how Jefferson started, though. Like Jefferson started because they they didn't still distill their own alcohol. They just they were just taking other people's. They were taking other people's whiskeys and, and then aging them in their own way. That's how Jefferson started. Yeah. And one of the ways they started is like taking like there's a Jefferson Ocean, which we've had, which is really smooth. But they took the barrels, put them on a ship, which. The whole long they story. thought the gentle rocking of the motion would make. I don't know, but they so. put it on. I guess they thought maybe like the salty sea air as you're sailing yeah, would soak in. Like yeah. I don't know. There's a whole process. And crystals and yeah, but yeah, these barrels totally sailed across the sea. Barnacles. 
You go into that dead concert. <laughs> and then they fucking... Whiskey floats. They, they aged and it made an amazing bourbon. We, we've had it. It's I, amazing. I look forward to trying it. So my gripe with them, and, and I love that they did weird shit. Like, with Jefferson? Love, you have a gripe yeah. with Jefferson? Yes. They make great... I'm sure they make great bourbon. bourbon. All right, this is my issue. All right. Okay. They're Jefferson's Reserve. That is their name. And yes. they're out of Louisville, Kentucky. Well, Jefferson is obviously from Virginia. Yeah, he's a Virginian. And, the, and then not only do they like... This you, know, is my do you know where that comes they, from, they, though? Because Jefferson had a lot to do with Kentucky. Like, I get that. But you but know where that my, comes from, though? my gripe. All right, it's where? that first come, first serve. No one from Virginia jumped on that shit. I, well, I'm sure... I'm, you, you know, know that's, that's all it comes this, from. This is, no one jumped on it. This is the it. aggressive part I have. I'm not angry with the name. I love the name. I love Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, the issue is that's one of my put, favorite whiskeys. They put Monticello on the bottle, right? Did they? Yeah, that's Monticello. Like, so if you look up there, like, let's look. No, up no, the they do. I, I, I know the bottle very well, and that tells All me. The bottles. I was like, oh, is this shit made in Charlottesville? Because it's, the thing is, Jefferson, not, bro. Jefferson no. produces a very wide range of whiskeys. So, like, I've seen multiple bottles, and they all have Monticello on the bottles. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. So I don't know. But I've never, I've actually never paid attention to where it's been When you get Monticello wine from Monticello Cellars, mm -hmm. it's like, Monticello's right there. <laughs> but you, yeah, right, Virginia, right, right, right. the thing is, so we live in Virginia. We're known for ciders and wines. That's where we live in our climate. Those apples things, grow really well. Apples grow well, and grapes grow okay. But like better than most places. We distilleries. I mean, Napa Valley. It's, distilleries I mean, aren't a big thing around here. I mean, we have a f we have a few. A hand. I, we got the dude from Moonshiners. Oh, I mean, okay, <laughs> that's not. Bowman's Belmont Farms. Yeah, Belmont Farms. Right, name Copper than, Fox, Silverback. I mean, there's a lot. Uh, but Waterbird. That's like, there's a lot of like distilleries popping up. But when you say Virginia, you don't. Um, oh, you're not thinking go, whiskey. You're right. not thinking hard. You're thinking uh, ciders, wines. You're thinking, yeah. I mean, like you know. all up and down the East Coast, like people right. drink Bold right, Rock. Right, right. Like you know what I mean? Like that. Like Bold Rock is, yeah. like, like they don't even sell like Angry Orchard in our grocery stores anymore. Like, do you remember when cider was really big? No, I remember this. What do you they mean? Do. Hold on, they don't sell Angry Orchard. Yeah, I mean, they sell like one or two varieties. Like, I remember when like you so used hold to go. On. This they is used to this is kind of everything. This is contradictory. Have, like, a small uh, selection because well, there's the one big selection, and that's Bold Rock. Right, right. And like Virginia. I'm saying, like Bold Rock is like take like it where's, is. Where's where's Bold Rock's origins? Nellie's Fort. So they they are like in Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, I didn't I didn't know they like right outside in in um and okay. where's Nellie's? In, I'm not a big cider drinker, so I'm not sure of those. I can't, okay, I can't think of the fucking county. <laughs> Is it Nelson? No, uh, Nelson County. Nelson, yes. Nelson, Nelson. Nelson County. I was like, yeah. I was just there today. Uh, but so, so they're there. It and it kind of was like a business deal between a guy from New Zealand that was making pear cider in New Zealand and like was very involved in like the cider game in New Zealand already. Is this Bold Rock. Adjacent? Yes. Okay. So, so, so he, so the orchard that Bold Rock takes their like most of their apples from. Mm -hmm is a family orchard that has been in the Rockfish Valley like since like forever. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Like 1900s right. type shit. They were no longer able to like kind of commercially sell their apples. 
for for as much profit. Oh, so you're saying like, oh, we can sell apples, but we're not going to make as much money as we could. Is and a lot as of if we fucking it, well, make and, alcohol and, and a Let's lot ferment our apples thing. and we'll this, make more money. Well, this is no, this is the thing. We'll just make cider. Like, like a lot of their rootstock is not apples. They're like good. They're good cooking apples, but they're not really like. Don't know, it's, it's not red sweet. delicious and it's not opal yeah, and it's not, not like it's the not honey crisp. Right, so right, like right. like the rootstock that they had presently was could be used very well to make cider. Mm-hmm. And the old trends of the market were is like a lot of those cooking apples is what is in their vineyard. A lot of those cooking so apples like it's high in sugar, but you gotta, get, you gotta like to. fucking you gotta cook the apple down to get the sugars out. Type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like wine grapes. Have you ever been to a vineyard? Eating a wine grape, they taste like, like dog grass. shit. They taste like grass. Yeah. They like if you took a clump of fresh cut grass and put it in your mouth, that's a wine dog grape. Shit. That's a, it, no, that's, that's a wine grape. You, and that's the, almost yeah. exactly the same thing with, with right. They don't have those like natural sugars in them. You have to get them out of them. But and this is a market trend that started to happen in the seventies. Like right. people were cooking with less apples. Like mm-hmm. if you look at the fifties and sixties, like especially people in the south where where apples were a cash crop and on the east coast where apples could be grown even up into new york everyone cooked with apples like it was weird to have like go a week and not have apples as a side dish like cooked apples the united states as a whole like if you look at the east coast it's more fruit bearing than than the western well until you get to california (laughs) california is like it's fucking you just grow anything you can't there's less water (laughs) <laughs> running out a lot of, of fires a lot of fires a lot of fires lack of water <laughs> you, you know, go bad place to grow like, shit right now the east coast are like yeah we got plenty of water we're growing fruit for days the east coast is like we're burning help us you know so we're like hey but, here's some cider yeah but that's like kind of the story of like like how a lot of those like like hard cideries popped up in the charlottesville area because charlottesville was like kind of a distribution hub and it was sending all these like, excuse me, like cooking apples to the rest of the South. Right. So, and once that ended in the 50s and 60s, like a lot of people had these like rootstock that was cooking apples. And then it was like, oh shit, we can make, like, yeah, they kind of still sell, mm-hmm. but like we can make cider out of these. And these are like right. the perfect apples we need to make dry cider. But I feel like cider is not a thing that's been around for more than 10 years. Like, it's, On the- it, no, it's been around. Like yeah, no, there's not like on the mainstream level though. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. Not like, in this country, but cider has been huge in the UK. Like if you talk to any person that's well, like no no no, I went, when I went to school in the UK, we could get beer a, in the you, UK. Beer as we know it now in the UK has been a thing. What what do you mean? So like good beer in the United in like the United Kingdom. No, that's the not European. Even, so I've looked countries. a lot of this into so yes in like belgium or the, the netherlands american but what's you, the, known as american american beer is shit it's not true at all bud light miller bud light, light is an amazing it's Coors an, light is a, their beauty process beer. is amazing it's not shit beer it is it's watered it's down it's rice rice brewed shit beer and, and i love an ichiban and that's like their main like grain that they use what is like and like an ichiban or any of the japanese beer a sapporo that's, but that's, that's it's different. Like, is that's not a real argument, Brandon? And I will go to my grave saying that I enjoy. Like, I'm I love craft beer. I love everything about craft beer. Yes, 
I love the process. I love funky. I love the funkiest sour from the, to the darkest stout. That's beer. Like, like I love it all. I love a trap. I love a trap is like, This is the thing. American it's, brewed it's beer. A like Saturday, the, the, the it's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. And you just mowed the lawn. Mm-hmm. And you come inside. Yes. Do you want like a dipper? Do you really want a dipper? There's or do, be, you, there's, there's or do good, you want or do you want there's okay beer out there? A that cold you can drink? Bud Light. No. I couldn't I wouldn't I probably have not bought a Bud Light in over five years. And then you get one and you realize why you drink them. I've had Bud Light in those. I have Bud Light probably I had Bud Light it's this weekend. It's never offensive. I've never had okay. a Bud Light and been like, oh my god, this is horrible. It's okay. It's okay. But I don't I don't consider it good beer at all. But all right, so this is these are my arguments. Okay. The brewing process itself to make this amazing. Do I think beer. it's at do scale. I think it's mass friendly? Yes. Everyone, no, 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 everyone no. can drink a Bud but Light. As yes. the one that's brewed beer, think about how hard it is to brew that much beer and have it be that consistent and it be a light lager oh. and not have any off flavors. When's the last time you had a Bud Light and you've I been like, this think, doesn't taste right? I don't think... Have you ever had a Bud Light on. and been like, this doesn't taste like... This is a real question. When you no, get Have it. you ever had a Bud Light and been like, that doesn't taste like Bud Light? Other than like, if no, it's that's been fine. sitting out but in which, the which Forever. You're trying to make it no, sound like brewing, no. brewing beer is hard. Brewing beer is hard when it's in like a backyard scenario. When you have like machinery that pumps in the... Proper amount of this, proper amount of this, proper amount of this, proper amount. It, that's when it becomes easy, and you can mass produce those. But you know that's styles. not the truth. It is the truth. You know the biggest thing is you don't like you don't is, think well, Anheuser Busch in, is sitting there. No, no, no. no with I'm like not a, saying a I'm computer controlling how much of this. That's not the in. hard part. That's not the hard part. What's the hard part? The hard part is, as you should know, as a home brewer, mm-hmm. is getting that stuff actually clean and not having off flavors. But here's the because thing: everything of, is everything is computer. But the cleaning is in. not. The sanitation is not. Like physically, people have to go in there, and then very early on in the process, because I've I've done a lot of research on this. But cleaning of stuff. Well, as just like properly how trained I've read, people. I, so there's a great popular mechanics article about mm-hmm. the, how amazing light American lager beer is, and it's from like the '90s. But like, what they, I don't know how much has been automized now since like 1997. I'm sure, a lot. But but I mean, the, but that whole technology. process, the whole process of adding like rice and and barley, mm-hmm. and that whole process is was all computerized then. Right. It was, but they talked about the cleaning, the sanitation needed, in but that's, order that's to everything. I, I will tell people every like, in order to breathe light so, beer is just astounding the precision like one one wild yeast molecule could change the whole flavor of a whole batch yes so everything is has to be very and that's really what and, it, it, and they Sterilized. what they did is they brought in they mm-hmm. brought in like european like beer masters right like some german guys like the people that brew carlsberg and they're like what they do is like carlsberg was even like which is like the shitty beer of europe was like what they do is absolutely amazing like mm-hmm. we throw batches out to get contaminated and the fact that they're brewing this like light lager to these like legitimately high standards like you like there's like you've seen the side of a butt like can like four ingredients go into it or whatever the fuck it is 
but they're like, it's amazing. Like we could not, I, we, we could not re replicate this like economically. But it's, it's just all, it narrows down to a contamination process. Like, and can you keep your process as clean and as pure as possible? But that's hard in a giant factory. It is, it is hard, but I feel like with technology and... They have you, you obviously it got it down to a science. Of, as, yeah, it, there's a science to it. Like, for, them, for them, at least. But, like, they're, like, this is, but they're talking about the brewmaster being like, this is but like, I also, like I, the temperature in the building but because as it's a, a logger beer and has to be kept brewer, cold. has to be at this temperture and therefore... But here's the thing. As a, as a true beer brewer, because we homebrew, I also know that every beer I brew is not going to taste the same. But makes every one of I know that I know that as somebody that brews beer, I also know like so like we brewed beer and we there's one recipe we have that we brew and it turns out pretty close every time like four or five times we brewed it, we've bottled it, we've kegged it, and every mm -hmm. time it's it's kind of similar, right? And there was a pumpkin beer that I brewed this past 2019 summer. And the whole brewing process just went awry, right? Like, like from I, the start. Yeah, like I couldn't get the fucking the mash to drain to get the the fucking the pumpkin out of it. I couldn't. Everything was too thick. I could, so I had to put my hand in it. Uh, and I and, and, and to get it to drain at the cooling temperature, I didn't have time to sterilize. Like, and it was just it was just, so Corey's like, oh, it might still be. I was like, no, like it fermented. But I got bubbles. I got sour. fermenting bubbles off of it. But in my head, I just know I was like, in the process, it's not something's gonna be off. There was yeah. too much contamination from outside air, plus like my own bacterial function in my hand in it. And I was like, it's not gonna be good. So in like in true brewer fashion, I also know that every batch of beer shouldn't be the same. To where if you if you can produce you want to replicate beer though that's the whole point you want to it. yes yeah you want to but if you can do it on a step by step and not everything is exact it's not because true because things changes over like the temperature changes like, like you could have a bad batch of right. yeast you need to be able to work on the fly and that's what a, a master brewer does is when shit goes awry they know right. the steps to bring it back within line but see like, I think and that was like that's kind of that goes back to that Bud Light argument. Mm -hmm. Is like those master brewers were like, it's too cold today in mm -hmm. the building. Like we need to add this much so more like to or go, give that a little bit longer to ferment. So like to go back to like whiskey. So even and though beer, it's like all automated, like I kind of I kind of look at whiskey like the like the brewing the whiskey. It's kind it's an art form, right? Because no, it certainly is. It's it's a, it's a creative art. I would right. say. Right. So let's say like, hey, I have this painter. He can produce the same painting every time. Right, it's fucking blue splotch, blue splotch, black splotch, gray splotch, red splotch, on the same canvas some every Jack, time. Some Jackson Pollock shit. Every time, no, it's it's not even Jackson. Like, splotches, splotches, splotches. The splotches, the splotches are the same measurement, the same splotch, the same splatter every time. Right, yeah, we just got splotches everywhere. Cool. Is that is that fucking painting as exciting as a painting that's going to be very different every time you taste it? It might not be different well, every time. Yeah, no. To like a normal palate, but something. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's something art in that, and it's right. like it's like it's, it's like, hey, I can produce. It's almost like I can comedian. produce you the same thing every time. Yeah, but here's a beer that like 
we had to work hard to get this to yeah. taste the same. Like, there's a little bit of artwork to it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like, oh, that's, we can that's mass That's the thing produces. both ways. That's the same both ways. It and is. I would say there's artwork I understand, in the to get this beer back to taste the way it should. But my main yeah. argument, like, if I give you, like, a heavy beer, and I give you a Bud Light mm-hmm. next to it, right? Taste the heavy beer, drink it. Then like taste the Bud beer Light. Heavy beer as in, like, a... Like a Vienna Lager. I'll give you a Vienna Lager, right? Compared to like American a Bud Light, Light whatever. Yeah. A, a, it's gonna taste American like Lager. After drinking. There's no flavor to that Bud Light Sweetness after that. Sweetness and corn. There's nothing there. I guarantee you, if I give you that and then you taste it after, there's like you feel no. There's no flavor. It's just like uh, liquid water. Yeah. But because there's, there's nothing there. It's it's all cut down by rice also and plain had, water. Yeah, but you've also had like German Kolsch's that do the exact same thing as Bud Light. Some of them like you're yes. like this is fucking Bud Light, right? Real but light and like, and, but if you and, look into the like, German like a history, real German like Kolsch like that an average man would drink when yeah. they got home from work. Right. Like, no, there's more flavor to that than a Bud Light. I will I will argue that all day. Barely. Maybe oh, yeah. a little bit cooler hot profile, or maybe a little bit more malt. But like, like a true German working class Kolsch is very equivalent in flavor to our light beer. Like, there's like, there's just no. That that's just a fact. So here, it's 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 made to be drinkable in the same way our Bud Light is. Everything right. we drink boils down to the same question, right? It's just it, I just feel like that it it is a what legitimate. Does it- f- Form of like, what does it make? How does it make you feel? It, no, you're right. And you I, know, and this is no thing, one like, drinks alcohol because they like the flavor. I, oh, I've saying, always stuck with. This. Oh, I was talking about the brewing. Like, how does the brew? I, I was looking at that as how does the brewing process affect how I see the the actual outcome? But no, you're, you're keep going. So here's the it's thing. It's all booze. Someone someone told me this at a, years ago. No one drinks alcohol because they like the taste of alcohol. That's not true. Not true. A glass of wine with a steak or a really cold beer with a fucking burger and a pile of fries. Right. I would take that over Kool-Aid any day. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. This is what was told I, me I years mean, ago and it made sense to me. Oktoberfest. Get it every year because I love the taste. That's how no you one drinks alcohol. when you start drinking alcohol because you like the way it but tastes. Like, I, don't think, I don't think they you don't worked start in, out drinking I don't, alcohol. To I don't the think taste. they worked in the fucking like the beer aspect and pairing aspect. But no one drinks alcohol because they like to taste alcohol. That, well, that's, that's the way. I, that's, a, no. But on a very basic level, no, like, no, that's not it, true at all. If it, I that's give how you, you feel as a like a, a high schooler yeah. or a college kid, if I give you a one hundred and eighty proof moonshine, and here's a shot, or do you enjoy that shot? No, not at all. But why are you taking it? To get fucked up. That's, that's the only the, time I would drink. Everyone that, drinks alcohol. But when you do that, you're at a party, so you're there for a different reason. And then on a Tuesday, I'm having a prime rib, and I have a nice red. Like a caps off. No, no. Right. I, like, but and I, then that's but for this, taste and pairing. But what I'm saying, though, is. But then this is, day, you're like, oh, I'm going to get fucked up today, my boys. This is how I know that, because I don't like. I would, like, we went to a winery today, and I was, like, telling Meg, like, I, d- I would never drink wine. Like wine, like, but there are like, oh, there's meals. wines I like. Well, there's, there's wines that are okay, but I would never, like, if I was going to drink to drink, like wine is not what I'm going to drink. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I appreciate wine. Yeah, I right. like good wine, but like, I, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not the guy that goes on a camping trip and brings a box of Franzia. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I would never drink wine to get drunk. You know what I mean? I yeah. only drink wine because I like the way wine tastes. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I like a really, like, like if you give me a, like, I had a, I had a hundred dollar Bordeaux. Apparently it was an, it was a cheap Bordeaux that had been aged the right amount of years, but it was a bad year. And, and it was like a hundred dollar bottle of wine. <laughs> and it yeah. like, and I had that with just a, 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 a side of steak, like a, a, a flank steak. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It was just, it was, I took, I, I'd take a sip of the wine, but without the, the meat and I'd be like, that's fucking yeah. gross. And I took a bite of the steak and I was like, that's pretty good steak. But like when I took a bite of steak and then washed it down with just a sip of that, like, like Bordeaux, it was just so, a different level. And it was, it, 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 it's like when wine, like this was like probably like two years ago. Like this is when like wine clicked for me and it was mm-hmm. like, I would never drink wine to get drunk. Like I, it's but, but with now, a, the right pairing. I've been, I've been wine the drunk. Right I've been wine drunk. I've been wine drunk because that was the I only booze been. we had. Yeah, <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying. That's the whole point. Like you're drinking certain alcohols just to get that feeling. Yeah, certain alcohols certainly. But imagine, but you, you enjoy more than others on the grill, and what tastes better there, like than with fajitas. A Dos Equis with a nice lime. In like, oh, I it, love that. It, like, I love that. a so nice summertime fajita with, with a, a Dos Equis oh, with lime. Yeah. Ooh, I'm, so good. I, so I, I love a Ticati, too. Or, or a, or a Modelo summertime? Negro. Here's the thing. Ooh, Modelo Negro is a, a little different. Yeah, it, to, hold on. We'll, we'll get back to like the pairing thing. If you hit me in the summer, right, and you're like, here's a Bud Light, or here's a Dos Equis with lime. I'm hitting that dose section with lime before that Bud Light any day. All right, fair enough. That's fine. You but you I'm realize, like, like, Mexican beer is, it, it's just, it does have thing. a little bit more oh, no, rye it, in it. It's a a, bit. Yeah, I understand it's but not it's, a it, big It's the exact same lager brewing process. And the, those are equally just, as amazing. Those are just, ta- that's a taste thing. I've, I also have a very, and this is very contradictory, because I did watch a documentary six, seven years ago where Anheuser-Busch, and it makes it, it, it kind of like a monopoly, right? So well, InBev now, but yes. So they would go into a store, right? And obviously, a store saying, "Hey, you're the bigger sellers. You tell us your shelf space. Where do you want to put your shit?" So they would literally push these craft brewers, brewers, like, "Oh, we'll give them." Two this tiny little section, the yeah, independent like, oh, distributor. Yeah, like no one's ever going to see. Well, this, this isn't even these. the brewers. Like this is what it, I know. Well, Doctor Manny talked it. about. It's the distributors. So, it so is, there's three the major is, distributors in the country. But and who are the distributors going to follow? They're going to follow the parent company, but but right. there's a law that says the distributors can't be the producers. This is like after there prohibition. Is. In the the documentary harps on this, and it's and the real issue is is that the distributors and these so there's three there's three major brewers all mm-hmm. right so you have you have Mills Coors Mil- Mills Coors Mills Coors Anheuser-Busch Anheuser-Busch and then the independents kind of fall some of them will fall under Mills Coors depending on whether but at. but in the, like the craft brew scene in the past 10 years for the United States has skyrocketed oh, i mean so where Anheuser-Busch Mills Coors mm-hmm. don't have that like so like 10 years ago is a bigger deal Oh, no, no, it certainly is so changed. If you go into right. my food line today, I would say it's probably about 50% independent mm-hmm. local brewers 
and fifty and twenty five percent big boy, twenty five percent big boy. When you look into the, like, if you look into it, so like, you go to, to the our point wa- where it was a food line that didn't have Bush Lights because they didn't have a place. What to put I them. did like that's Bush Lattes, really? Martins and Culpepper. So Bush like, lattes. if you look, in, if you look into lattes. it though, mm. so it threw me off. So like, my favorite brewery, like I've never been there, but their beers was Devil's Backbone. Vienna, Vienna Lager was my favorite beer. Right? Up in <laughs> uh, every a lot of beers they produce are my favorite. Like the Danzig, uh, the Abbey. There's a lot of beers they produce. Are my, but do you remember when they did that? Uh, guess who swooped yeah, in and bought them out? InBev bought them out. They're still independent though. They're still like effectively so, independent. This to more broad. Anheuser Busch bought them out. Yes. Right, but the distribution but sales. they still have the creative and control rights of. But it's still kind of like that, like. But it's still uh, like, do you really? Do you really? Uh, are you still a craft? Like, it's the same thing that we went through. I still buy all their beers because they're so good. And yet again, when we went to Asheville, but this there, as, as one someone, of their the one of their bigger brewery breweries was Wicked Weed. Which yet again, a a big brewing company stepped in. It was like, oh, you're you're popular. Zimbev again. You're popular. Cool. Here's this much money. You're under us now. So like, when you go to the store and you see all these like, it's awesome because we get access to great beers. We get access to great beers, right? But also the thing is like, do the people that start these companies like, oh, I want to brew beer, right? Do they envision themselves selling out to these or? You know what I'm saying? And, this like, is, this, and I've, had this, I've had this conversation with mm-hmm. the brewer, uh, one of the local brewers in Charlottesville. Yeah. Um, and Like and, when you start a brewery, the do thing you is, dream is, of brewing your yes, own beer and it's, growing? It's almost like a tech. Or do you dream of yes. going like, like a tech company? Like, like a tech company. Let me get myself get, big enough to where I can sell myself, make a lot of money. There's that, a lot of is, people doing that right now. And they're, think, it's becoming more and more acceptable within the culture as long as they sell out and do what... Devil's Backbone and Wicked we did was say they still we're gonna have sell. Like, we still have full creative control. I can brew every day. But you're I like can our do production. What I want to do, but but you get a certain amount of the the profit and blah blah. Off like, the distribution you know I mean? side, yeah. Like, but I, I feel like I don't know. I feel like and, and because they own, can though. never, they can you can never reach the amount of distribution that. Put you and all this the is world. the problem is right. is, and they kind of talked about how Boston Beer Company has like both made made craft beer viable mm-hmm. but it's also now companies like small breweries enter the game now they're like the tyrant that have complete control and, and and for people listening Boston Beer Company are really the first craft brewers like you know them as Sam Adams right and they have they own Angry Orchard and like that's kind of their like cider arm but like they've become a force within like the the big issue with distribution has been it's been controlled by the big two, well, big three, and then it, it became the big two. As a distributor, it's hard to get your beer on a truck to make it to a store. And now, like, now Boston Beer Company owns so much of that on the independent side, even though the independence has taken up a half the aisle right. in a lot of grocery stores. Well, so like let's just bring it down. Like, still, so a quarter of it is still controlled by Boston Beer Company. A lot of people yeah. don't know. So like the way the law works, like you can brew beer. You can know that, but in order to get your beer in like a store, 
you have to go through a distribution company. A licensed distribution right. company. So you can't be like a very popular brewer and go, hey, my brewery is doing well. Can I put my cans and bottles in your store? So right now there's only really three. There's some states where the laws kind of get around it. Selling right. in state. But you can't just go but, personal to that store and go, here, I I bottle and, and, and I do my six-pack and, and I put the, it on your and shelf. And this is the issue. You is, have to go through a distributor. Like there's no like person to person. And, you have to go through a middleman and with, with law. And this is the thing they're saying is going with InBev, they could get distribution because mm-hmm. Boston Beer Company's so there's three distribution licenses. Right. There's the one issued to Anheuser-Busch. There's the one issued to Miller Coors. And there's one usually, in almost all markets, issued to an independent who j- takes all these independent breweries in. And those right. are the, and the federal government controls distribution rights for all this stuff. It gets all into a lot of bureaucracy in this mm-hmm. like documentary, and you're like, wow, this is wild. Exactly. If you're yeah. into like that kind of like deep state dark shit. Like, well, see, like, I, like, it's, it's a conspiracy. It's a legal conspiracy. That's what it my, is. One of my dreams when i was like younger was like open a brewery i was like i love beer i like the science of making beer and i'm like i'd love to open a brewery but obviously if you open a brewery you you dream bigger so like i want everybody to have my beer and then you watch this documentary and you're like oh my god oh fuck this (laughs) like But, but so now it's reached the point where boston beer company controls so much of almost every like independent distribution company that it's easier to get your beer on shelves if you go with one right. of the big two as your distributor and sign yeah, yeah. sign a deal with them because they can't as independent brewers they can't even get their beer on shelves right because so like, boston beer company is controlling the independent maybe now so it's almost now. like in in boston beer company let's just for the record is only one percent of all beer sales i think exactly. they're up to like two or three now so, but like that's like it's wild i, I will say the biggest like so I don't think it was that time. It was another documentary I watched. And one of the facts that blew my mind, and this was 10 years ago. that this. So it's been 10 years since this documentary came out, was the United States was at a quarter of the brewery capacity that it was pre-prohibition, right? Yeah. And that's because of distribution. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, if you take, Population size, right? For pre-prohibition, it was yeah. probably, I. You could look it up, but whatever. It's like fifty million. It's like a sixth. Of the but if you now. so, if there was, we're at a quarter of the size of breweries. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jam you that shit. Yeah, look that shit up. If you, if you do the math, right? So pre-prohibition, there was four times the amount of breweries we have today. According to the population, how many more breweries can we hold? Which nowadays they're popping up everywhere. So, one thing that blew my mind when we went to Asheville, right? There was literally a brewery with every stone throw you went to one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you could walk to this brewery, cat, and I hit a brewery. Right. So, and I was like, one of them has to be dead. You can't fill every brewery in Asheville with a person, and everyone we went to was. Almost max capacity. So the population in 1918 was approximately like a million, a hundred million people in the U.S. A hundred million. And now we're at like 350. And we were at a quarter of the brewery. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like, if you do the math, like we can, we could have way more breweries and still not reach 
Yeah, but like the thing is, is like. Well, back then it was like, you want beer, you got to go to your local beer place. Right. I understand that. But. You're saying breweries or distilleries? Breweries. No, okay. We're, we're not even talking about distilleries. I heard this. I, somewhere in my head, I heard distillery there for a second. So, like, like everyone's like, oh, you don't want to open a brewery. They're popping everywhere. I was like, yeah, but the math adds up. Like, every brewery could be slam packed. Yeah, they could. Plus. But you have to, like, this is the thing, like, like driving by, like, a certain brewery here in town. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just depressing how, like, few people are there compared to the other brewery. Right. But you, what what that is, is, like, the quality. That's what I'm saying. Like, is it, like one has... What are you what are you selling, like... I feel like there's tourists, a lot of, like... Tourists go to one, like, because yeah. it looks more... F- inviting i've always and then all of us locals go to the other so like it like if you look at the one that i'm talking about there it switched because at one point we would always go to the other because the people that worked there we were really good friends with like we had really good friends working the bar so we're like oh let's go see them at bh yeah yes okay yeah like and then once there was a big switch and like the ownership and like how it was run and everyone we knew was like not there anymore. So I just like, don't know how they're making money. Don't either. I feel like you can get overflow. Unfor- so we can say it. I would never. I would. So n- far gone. I feel like is not. So I don't feel what? like they don't have the capacity to hold a large. So if but you show I would up never and it's go to beer. <laughs> Like Dude, I, I would, I don't know the last time I've been there. I, I I'd go the last there. time, I'd try it again. the last time I went there, it was like, like I Obama we, was in office. Fuck, <laughs> oh. that's, that's like the last time I went to beer. No, now. we've been there since. It's been a while. It's not since beer and eggs. There. Beer and eggs was since Trump's been in. It hasn't been four years. Oh, uh, maybe I don't know. So like they did like the big beer and eggs thing before the uh, beer fest one year we went. But like they had good beer when they opened up, and like like I said, like one big selling point for us is like we they had, had one good beer. But they, my thing was they never their, changed out their beer. Like they didn't rotate it enough to where it's new stuff every time I came in. So well, you know, and it was none of their beer blew me away either. No, that's the thing. Like I, I go drink you, beer at Fargon, and I'm like, this Doppelbach is one of Hold the on. best I've ever. You wanna, fucking can had. I tell you why? You want to. This is what I've told. I like told their beer you is this. fucking amazing. You know, do you I, think it's? Do you, all right, let me ask on. you this. Can I ask you this real fast? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think the issue is is Fargon's beer so good? That no, it Fargon's over, really good. That it overshadows Beerhound, where it's like you can't like this Beerhound's is, not I'm bad. Ba- what I'm about to tell you is but gonna, Fargon's going to explain it amazing. all. Okay. What, what I'm about, so when Beerhound. What I've told you this as well, I know the story would happen with the ownership and like I, that has nothing like to do soup with it. and all that. So shit. when you have somebody that's drink nothing but Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light their whole life, and you want to introduce them to craft beer, you take them to Beer Hound. Oh yeah, because it's yeah. very it's mellow, bland, low bland beer, right? So you go, hey, do you want? Oh, we can go to this brewery. They have craft beer, right? And they're like, ah, I don't drink that. You take them to Beer Hound. Yeah. And There's I, nothing exciting there. It's very low key. But they drink beer. light. They drink light beer. I think that if you want to show someone 
who doesn't like beer. But I'm, what I'm saying well, like, though is like, like, that like would be a good starter. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that's the opposite because no, it's so, all it's all like it's all the beer they've always tried. It's like it's like their is their cream ale is like the lightest fucking lager style what I'm saying cream though, ale like, I think I've ever had. I'm like, people, is this really an ale? Like, where I would take I so use we had our in that stepfather. category, but like, what the fuck? This our stepdad really like will drink nothing right. but Bud Light. But he, if you bring him a craft beer, he goes, that'll ruin my palate. I'll never drink it. He will not touch a craft beer to his lips. And if, like, he's very hard to crack. But if you're willing to crack and yep. you're super questionable, I will take you to Beer Hound and go, here, try these. This is a craft beer, right? Just to get them in the door. One foot in the door. And Beer Hound is a very good craft beer place for that because they're not super strong flavored, super experimental beers, but you can classify them as a craft brewery. So when you get somebody in there and they try them and go, oh, it's not bad. You can go, oh, really? You like this? Cool. Let's take a a one block walk to Fargon and here. This is what real beer tastes like. Right. But to... To get them that first step in the door, and I feel like this is just like around. a person that likes beer but likes like light American lagers. If right. there was someone who's like, I've tried Bud Light and I don't like it, I'm not going to take them to right. there. Right. I'm going to take them to Fargon and give them a milk stout and be like, just sip it. But that's like, the complete take opposite. A sip. Do you know what I mean? Because I've I've dated a lot of girls. Mm-hmm. I, I, not a lot. I, well, I've dated a lot of girls, but I've dated a couple of girls where they said, I don't like beer. And I was like, well, you've never tried, like, you you don't like Bud Light. And I get that because it's just kind of fizzy and it's alcohol and it's like barley. Well, it like, has its own no, flavor. It's so weird. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, we've already had the argument about how I like Bud Light and I don't have any issue with Bud Light. Dude, if you hand me a Bud Light right now, I'm going to drink it. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. Exactly. But that's, that's I'm my not going to go to the store and we're buy get, it. We're getting off the point. The, the thing is, though, is like those girls have never tried like like a... A Actual pumpkin beer. beer, like a pumpkin porter. Oh my god! So you just like you give one of those. the best story ever. You just segued. Okay. All right. So you ready? But well, but the thing is, the thing is, is is what I was saying is like, there's a lot of people who think they know what beer is, mm-hmm. and they've ne- like even though it's a craft beer, and as as we as beer people might be like, oh, that's a complex beer. Mm-hmm. They might get like a flavor of like, oh, this tastes like fucking pumpkin, and I love pumpkin. Yeah. Or like this is like it's this is a strawberry so- sour, and yeah. like I I love strawberries, or I I didn't know beer could be sour and sweet. Mm-hmm. And like balance the two, you know, or like a Berliner Weiss. Like like a lot of people who don't like beer, give them a Berliner Weiss because it's not too sour. It's light. It's citrusy. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it's different. And like especially people who like cider, they give them a Berliner Weiss, and they're like, oh my, like this beer can taste like this. You know what I mean? And that's 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 kind of the difference. And like so you have like and the, the two crowds. So like you have the crowd that likes light beer who is mm-hmm. going to be very adverse to anything that's not just like corn and like a little alcohol and a little metallic flavor and rice and rice, you know? And they're like, Oh my God, I can't do that. And then yeah. you have people that have tried that who go, why the fuck would you drink that? Mm-hmm. Like me drinking Franzia. It's like, yeah, I can drink it to get drunk, but I don't like it. And then you mm-hmm. try good wine. Yeah. And those people are going to go, Oh my gosh, like this is so interesting. Or this is so different. I didn't know yep. beer could taste like this. Right. So like I said, you segued in. It was perfect. So we all know Jonathan, right? And he, oh, had, yeah. his wife, Jonna, 
for the longest, like she would not drink beer. And I was like, I was always in like the whole, like the Bud Light scene, like, cause that's all we drank. That's all her family drank. It's all we drank. And then I got into the craft beer thing and like, we didn't hang out like real close for a couple of years. We hung out again and I was like, we got on the beer talk scene. And I was like, you know what? I've, I've come to the point. I was like, there's a beer out there. Everyone's going to like, she's like, ah, I don't like beer. I was like, I, I was, I told her, I said, like, I guarantee you, I find, I will find you a beer you will like. So, okay, whatever. And it just happened to be like fall season. And I think I, I want to say it was like the Samuel Adams, uh, the pumpkin ale, the pumpkin ale. And I had it and I was like, here, try this. And she tried it and she literally, it like blew her mind. She was like, holy shit. And ever since then, she has been the biggest fan of the pumpkin ales. And I was like, I was like, I told you, there's a beer. Good luck getting them in the springtime. Well, I'm sure. Like, but here's the point, though, is like once you once you broaden somebody's like vision horizons horizons to that, it's like all right, pumpkin ale is not bad. Maybe there's another beer. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just have to find that one. I can give you a Bud Light. I don't like it. Okay, cool. Ooh. I can give you this. I don't like it. Cool. Well, like, like I will find someone, you a beer that's palatable. If you palatable find to someone you. that doesn't think a beat up purple haze tastes delicious, and I'm not saying that I want a purple haze all the time. There, it is a very specific beer, but on like, a Corey, hand me that bullet. It is literally it's a raspberry ale that has like so much raspberry in it that like you're like. Do you like soda? Because this just tastes like soda with a little bit of alcohol. Right, right. Like, and they're they're delicious. Like, an Abita Purple Haze is one of the most delicious beers. It's a dessert beer. It's it's right. so over the top it's, and forward with sweetness. That's, and That's the best thing about beers. It's so broad. Like, you can like, narrow down what you think beer is. But in all actuality, wine it's always kind of tastes like wine. You know what I mean? Whiskey always beer tastes can like fucking, whiskey. Fucking cone out and just go forever. Like, yeah, kombucha always tastes like kombucha. Like, yeah, fermented bullshit. Yeah, I, I love kombucha. I do too. I, I will get kombucha there. all the time at fucking the store. It's great. We should we should start a scoby together. I'm down. Yeah, let's let's scoby. <laughs> Corey's been super quiet. Because you're talking about a bunch of stuff like, that I, I don't know. Corey, Corey, a, lot about, a so. Scoby you is. You know beer. I know. But I was just listening. You're in here, bro. I'm just having a good time. I know. Uh, I'm getting, it's getting but late a Scoby for me. is like a viral, like a bacterial fungal thing that goes on the top. So like you make tea and you put this like, it looks like a, like a mushroom on top of it. Mm-hmm. And then it like ferments and like does a whole thing with the thing. And then I'll make another Scoby, and then you can give that <laughs> Scoby to someone and keep your old Scoby. Scoby, Scoby. Scoby, Scoby. I don't know. Hey. It's just fucking... I could go all day with alcohol talk. No, yeah. And, and it's it's like, so many rabbit holes. It's, I, I so many like rabbit holes. It's sad to say, but like one of my true passions is like alcohol. Getting fucked up. Well, no, like, you mentality. You like your mentality. I think you, like, we, we this was Whiskey what I was kind of saying earlier, is like we all, like, I think all of us, like, really just love craftsmanship. No matter, yes. no matter whether it's like alcohol or like, or like 
like for us with work, like when you see a great pipe run yeah. or, or just like, like something that's like woodworking or something, even right. though we suck at it, we're like, Oh, that took so much time and effort to do. And it's like, so, and like, you love like fucking bespoke shit. Like we're like someone like Brandon's all about someone hand making something. And I love that shit. Dude. <laughs> and, but you know what I mean? Like, like craftsmanship is like, yeah. like, cause all of us kind of work with our hands and like understanding how hard stuff is and like seeing something that we could never Time do. I like personal yeah. shit. The, yeah, and, and like, like give me something that like you someone worked on or like, like you don't have to hands. fucking put blood, sweat, and tears in, but it like, makes it nice. It but, makes it feel a little better. No, that's great, but like if you spent time with like just your mind, like, how do I make this better? Let me let me like fucking process this. And like you fucking strain your mind over this, or like things that are elegant. figure how to do it, like, like things ele- that are yeah. elegance. Like, but what like, does elegance elegance mean? Like you elegance. fucking. Well, I, I think of it from like a technical standpoint. Like I, I love when like something's figured out something at work mm-hmm. that just like makes everything so much easier. Like like a no dog, like a no dog level, like the elegance of it. <laughs> Just like but blows see, like, my mind. I'm also and, like a very, but like, I'm, but like things in cars, like features in cars, they're just like, oh my god, that makes so much sense. I love that. Like, like whoever, whatever engineer thought of this, like mm-hmm. or designer, like that was I such will, an amazing idea. I will tell you my biggest flaw is like I, I get a very big pre, like, uh, what's the word? I'm like these, pre, like I, I want to, like I get in my mind how things are supposed to work out, right? Mm-hmm. And like when they don't work out that way, it ruins my whole thing. Like I'm like, all right, so we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, and it's gonna work out this way, right? Okay. And then it starts out well, and then something happens, and it doesn't go that way, and then like it could work out better than I thought it would. You know what I'm saying? But it didn't go as my as, like you, plan. like you want to like strive for perfection all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a perfect. Like I want things. I'm to, not. See, I, I'm a perfect. But I appreciate that in other people. Like so I, like, I, I, I love. So you ready? <laughs> I will tell you the biggest factor of me, right? Okay. So, the last the the Meat Chronicles podcast, right? So Which this one, the last one we did, the, the tongue twisters. The, oh, oh, the last the one podcast, with me. The oh, podcast. With, okay, not, okay. not the, the web series. Not, not the actual Meat Chronicles. The, not the web. Travis so Brown on the last Instagram. podcast we titled Meat Chronicles. Nice plug. It'll be up there. Because we called you in nice remotely and we talked to you and like we ended it and Corey just fucking, he downed the podcast at the end. What did he talk about? Like 9-11? Well, he's like, no, no, he didn't. He was like, oh, we suck. <laughs> oh. Oh no! You I, know? I, I didn't say that. I did not say we. But is he, he down like what we were doing? And I was like, I'm not posting that. Like, I don't want to post. Like in my head, I I want to talk like we're fake it till you make it. Is my mindset? I don't. I'm, I don't think we're faking it. I I enjoy. I'll listen to us and it. laugh. Is that conceited? No, no, no. Is that great. Yeah, I do to too. To, because I, like sometimes I'll be I like, did I really just say that? Is that really what Corey said? And I'll like <laughs> I'll like giggle. But like my mindset Corey's is the like, king of like of like little interjections that like, the king like wake up and say something and you're like like in the moment you're like fucked up too and you're like I don't know what the fuck he just said but then <laughs> but then it'll come through on the podcast and you're like Corey's man that was so funny and I don't I was there I saw him passed out and just wake up to say that yeah well like so like he said like some things like I'm like I don't want to post that and then like it was like Corey's like let's just post it and like it was like a week later I posted it and I was like fuck it I'm just posting it just but like in my head like I have this predeceived notions of like how it's supposed to work out how it's supposed to go and pre- if it does perceived yeah 
And if it doesn't go that way... <laughs> you haven't tricked yourself yet. I don't want them to go that way. I heard what you said. I got it. It was a joke. It was funny. It was. I promise but it was funny. I'm just like, I got it. And I'm just like, if they don't go that way, I don't want to post. I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, and no, I get that. I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to this shit. No, and it I mean, has to go super well, or I don't want to put it up. As you killed the, <laughs> me and Corey had like this long roll in into. Uh, so we already tried this podcast once. You guys are listening to, but it, it was like, so horrible. It was like it was like a minute in. Brandon was like, "No, nah, we're stopping." No, exactly. It was it was like as he sat there and said nothing the whole time. <laughs> it was, I was like, you I guys was, are laughing and have we're, fun. We're having a, we have a great and time. And we hit record, and you guys are like, "Hey guys, welcome to <laughs> but the podcast." I didn't want to bring too much energy. I checked that like, energy this from is the this thing. one. I in the beginning, the energy from the beginning of this one was hype, 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 hype. hype, hype, hype it was hype, great, hype. like hype beast. I was I, so I've excited. always said Still like am. we have to find that happy medium where it's like we're super excited to do a podcast, but we're not super excited where we cut everyone off. The, and that's because we have I that like problem. Cut off ones. We have that problem where we're like somebody <laughs> starts fun, something. Dude. We have that like somebody starts something Rumble. and next somebody like talks and you're like, well, yeah. hold on, what it's was like that first fight. guy saying? What was that first guy saying? And then it goes on to the other two people's conversation. I think I like, pulled everything in today. Like I, I told a couple of stories. No, this this I one's sat been back great. And be quiet, and everybody got to talk. It was great. <laughs> Corey has not said a word this whole time. I, did you get? Is there anything in your little pink book that you like that we didn't get to that you really want to cover right now? Oh, yeah, we, I have like, a lot. I have a lot. It's two forty-five. How deep are we right now? We're deep. We're super deep. Oh. I mean, obviously, we we watched the uh, Tyson, the Tyson Tyson fight. We talked about it. we talked about Jake Paul. That's kind of how we, we started out. Yeah, we didn't even we didn't get the Tyson Jones right. We didn't even get Tyson looked great. That, that's I mean, like so, like if you go back, like Tyson is like a folklore type back, person where? to us. It was like to go idea. back to the fight. I remember being a little kid in the like Holyfield like one, or I guess it's Holyfield two, Ty, like Holyfield Tyson two. And like Tyson was like this, like like Holyfield was playing like the Christian angle, mm-hmm. and he was like he was like, oh, I'm fighting, I'm a warrior for God. Yeah. And Tyson's like, I love Satan. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is that a bad Tyson? Tyson, is that a bad Tyson? Is that a bad? Is that a bad? Spot on, <laughs> spot on. Sound just like him. And it was like just to see him now, and like where he came from, like he did a fucking one man Broadway show. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson. He talked about his pigeons and shit. Well, yeah, like, that's showing animal. Ch- like, I we love Mike Tyson. We we don't we like we're the generation that sees Mike Tyson is this monster as a human, being. but also as this beautiful human being. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? What like, saying, he's like, so inspirational. I, I brought up the fight. Like, Damn, if hippies. you go back thirty years, even twenty years, like Tyson was the most feared man walking the planet. No, I don't know without that. a gun. Well, yeah, 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 but I'm saying like, or pitchfork. If you ran into Tyson unarmed in an alley, oh, you're fucked. You, you, in your By mind, five ten man. Well, first off, I don't think he's gonna be unarmed in an alley without people. Like, why would you? <laughs> what? What's Tyson is, doing in an alley? <laughs> he's like the most it's dangerous. Tyson, what do you mean? Heavyweight boxer. <laughs> what is he? What why is, is he doing in an alley? It's Tyson. I'm with Corey. Corey's asking the real questions right now. It's Tyson. When he interjects, you're gonna see him in an alley. You're gonna see him on the streets. <laughs> Walking so across the, the Hollywood stars, you know. <laughs> Walking his tigers in Vegas or whatever. Just <laughs> I'm just saying, like petting shit. It rhetorical question, like thirty years ago. If you go, what's the last person you want to see in an alley? A lot of, people, Tyson, a yes, lot of people. A lot of people would have yes, said Mike Tyson. Yes. yes. 
Not saying he would have been there, but rhetorically, <laughs> who was the last person you wanted to see? It was Mike Tyson. Uh, all right, he was not going to be in the alley. I'm glad Corey. Like, First off, I don't think I'd be. Corey in the alley. ruined the fantasy That's, of it. What are people doing in alleys these days, anyway? Like, I don't know. Like Nothing bum, good's happening in alleys. Playing dice. Rats. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking just having a good time. Fuck it. <laughs> Why? Dice this is a question. Why is every alley that someone gets trapped in like closed? I've been in a lot of alleys. They all have exits. Yeah, you can always do it. Have That's you ever not... been in an alley that ends? Let's be honest. Hold on. It's it's a Hollywood thing, right? It's yeah, a Hollywood yeah. thing. What is an alley supposed to be? Scary. So what's more scary? A dead end. Uh, all right. But like but no escape. I, I'm, That's but, an alley. That's but every, Hollywood. Every alley I've ever been in. Has, well, has, an like, has an exit. What's an alley? What's, what's uh, an alley for? Do you remember the what, how the alley used to end? It'd be two dumpsters and yeah. there'd be a fence. <laughs> a fence. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they couldn't scale. No, that is no alley ever. The bad guy could scale, but the good guy couldn't. Or the good, yeah, yeah. It, but you it was always two dumpsters. Yeah. They'd scurry up the side. So either the bad guy could scurry the fence really quickly, or he hid in the dumpster. And nobody knew where he went. <laughs> right, right. That was that was the two that was scenarios. The like as I, I felt, I was so worried as a child in the nineties that I was gonna ever have to run from someone, and I was gonna end in an, an alley, alley that did that had a fence and two dumpsters. Or the most scary thing is a is a dark figure at the end of an alley. Yeah, with headlights behind it. Right, they're yeah. like, oh the fuck, who's the fuck back there? But this is the, this is the issue, Jimmy. I've never been in an alley that that, that had but, a dead end. But ready as Poor a guy with lights behind him. As a white person, you <laughs> have to go to that shadow figure in the headlights. That no, no, explore. I don't. No, no I don't. No, as no, I a don't. white person, I'll, in a scary I'll walk right past the alley, look down, and be like, "No, thank you." As a white person, this walking movie, movie you have to explore. I remember being place. a child and going to see Child's Play three or two. Mm, Child's Play. Eight. Is like that, the that's Chucky, Chucky, that's Chucky. Chucky movies? I get fucking Child's I, Play, not, and what's the fucking uh, fucking uh, the adopted kid? I one? went with oh, with the the fucking Derwin. No, the little the, the adopted kid causes trouble. The Ring? No, it's it's not a the scary Ring was movie. Scary. It's not a oh. scary movie. But like, it's like oh, Child's, Problem Child, Problem Child. Uh, oh, you get them confused. Well, everyone says it's like. Child's Play, I'm like, is that the fucking Chucky movie or is that the adopted kid <laughs> that calls it Chucky trouble? Movie. All right, so I went to go see it with my, like, white trash, like... How old were you? I was, like, eight, nine. Oh, my mom idea. would never let me. Oh, like, the person <laughs> at the booth who sold us the tickets were like... And she was like, I'm over 18. He's with me. And so, I, who, hold on. You, who'd you go with this? Like, my white trash cousin on my mom's side. Who is... The- and we were the only white people there. This is when Culver still had what? the movie theater, like over so by where the, the over by Bell, Food Line, the bowling alley slash yeah. not there anymore. Oh shit! Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, 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 do you remember that? I went to go see it, and yeah. we were the only white people, and it was the most like I don't mean this to be racist, but it was the most like African American movie experience I ever had in my life. They speak out during the whole oh movie. the whole movie. <laughs> The I'm whole so, I movie. felt super super racist saying that I'm not gonna lie. The whole movie they were like they were like they were like, oh shit, run, run. <laughs> and I remember being I don't know how old was uh, I when like Child's Play two came out. It I was dude, you had to be super young. I was like four or five. Dude, like, those I'm, like super cheesy like horror movies made like a real big like fucking geyser effect but like, i remember the I remember, mid 90s it was like you're super cheesy and horror cool 1995 
like oh, when super everything popular. Just it just like blew super up. popular. Oh, Jason in space, cool. Nineteen ninety five. We're putting you out now because everyone's gonna love it. D- what was Jason? D- no, it was Halloween two thousand. That was Halloween two thousand. Halloween two thousand came out in two thousand. Yeah. What the fuck do you mean it's Halloween two thousand? <laughs> We're talking about Child's playing Jason next <laughs> when Jason's in a fucking space shuttle. Because it's scary when Jason's in a space shuttle. <laughs> I get you. I'm fucking down here on Earth, and Jason's up there. I'm super scared. It was, right, you it also was, know where Jason's right, not just in so, alley. Just so we're, we're, we're clear. No, Jason it was, in New York. It was actually the fourth Child's Play. It was Child's Play, Bride of Chucky. It came out in 1998. I was eight. Bride of Chucky with the fucking... Where he like, the br- had a girl, the Muppet, his wife. The, the, the bride. bride. The, the, yeah, the bride. The, the woman became, like the stripper became. Yeah, yeah that was fucking exorcism. That was very him. problematic for me as an eight-year-old to watch. I will say. I was seven. The one that caused problems for me was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I had nightmares of Freddy. Really? Yeah, I did like have Coming night- into your dreams? I don't know. Like, I, Corey will know the layout of our the Dogwood Lane house. But like, so... Our bedroom was to like down the hall to the back left. And if anyone listens from out the country, please send them a letter saying hello. <laughs> we know you live here. Hello. <laughs> for a shout out for Dogwood Lane. Well, we didn't give exact numbers. Oh, fair enough. Just send everybody on the street. Yeah, right. right on the street. Nice letter. But so like our parents' room was like short of ours to the right. And I remember having this dream slash I was awake. Where I walked, huh? So I walked out of our room to my parents' room to get them, and then Freddie was like in the top corner of my parents' room type deal. It was like a really creepy dream type thing. But what the creepy part thing about now is Freddie attacked you in your in your dreams. So it's like, oh, you didn't know that then. You know what I'm saying? Like, is Freddie getting me in my dreams, or is this just a dream where he's in my parents? Bedroom corner type bullshit. That's pretty wild. You know what I'm saying? Like, is Freddy after me? It hasn't happened since. Have you, like, have you ever had... That like, and Halloween, though. Have you ever had, like, a full-on lucid dream? I don't know. Like, I know what a lucid dream is. Like, where you think it's, like, a real, like... Not a real, but you make the decisions. Like, you're right, awake I and you realize... You realize you're in. I do it all the fucking time. I have, a, I have dreams. I have so dreams. So much fun. I don't know if I have. I don't like. I, don't. I have lucid dreams all the time. Really? Like ev- almost every day. What do you do? I like, don't remember you, do them. Do you control them? Or like I control them? I realize. No, no. Like, dream. Do, can you can you cause them to happen? Like, I know oh, no, 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 like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I can yeah, do yeah. This. I can control. I can. No. I can make myself to have a lucid dream every morning at like five o'clock. My oh alar- shit! He my, knows the time. My alarm goes off. Mm-hmm. I hit snooze. It's a twenty-minute snooze. So you and know, I lucid dream for twenty minutes every day. Uh, hitting the snooze. So, again. so you know, hitting you, snooze at five causes a lucid dream. Oh yeah, you know that. So that's oh, yeah. dope. It's so you know, up. you know, when, you're going. I'm working the schedule now, and mm-hmm. it's amazing because I lucid dream all the time. Right. And I don't know if you've ever like been like, you know, it'd be awesome right now if I could swim with dolphins. But like I can just be like, you know, it'd be awesome right now if I swim with dolphins. And, it and you really, go back to sleep. And it really feels like I'm here. fucking swimming with dolphins. Right. That's like, so like it's, that's it, it is it is fucking wild. Do, I I've imagined what it's like. So like I don't know if the, I don't to do so much shit lucid. that I'm not gonna say because my girlfriend and I listen to this. 
I don't know if they're considered lucid, but I have quite a few dreams that like will change my whole day the next day. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know if they're lucid because I don't. But it's the dream is so deep and so memorable where it'll change my whole day. Like my oh when yeah, because well, I, I usually don't. I don't. I this is the thing. Like, like emotionally, it will change the, the whole day. The weird thing is like as soon as I like wake up, wake up. Yeah. I can't remember what that was. Does that make sense? Not really. Nope. I don't remember. So how are you dream. talking about it now? Because if you don't I'll remember. Catch, how do you remember? I will like randomly like, catch glimpses like a two or three days it's later. Like, it's like a movie flashback. And like some yeah, and I'll be like, oh yeah, I did have that dream. Do you so know like, what I mean? You're fucking. Is you. that yeah, is that weird? You. And it's only like certain ones. So That's Travis, like, hey Corey, you want to go to dinner? And Corey's sitting there like eating his chicken nuggets, and Travis just fucking spaces out staring like. I did, no, I'll be at work doing, and I find it that I remember them when I'm doing out. like. Like repetitive tasks, yeah, like where my brain checks out. Like mm-hmm. if I'm like hanging lights or I'm like you know doing the same thing over and over, right, like, right. like like yeah. like like putting in outlets, right? And it's just like the same fucking task mm-hmm. or like prepping something. I'll like zone out and I'll like remember like a fucking lucid dream from like two weeks ago. Fuck, I might have brain damage. <laughs> well, like I can't. I, like but, I said before, but like, it's like it's like it's so vivid. And it'll come back to me like yeah. very vivid in that moment. And it'd be like, oh yeah, like you did have that dream where like you were I was like, saying, like you were the genie in Aladdin. Do you ever have dreams that will emotionally change your day? Like you don't go to bed thinking this, but like you'll wake up and like the rest of your day will hinge on that memory of that dream. No, because that shit will happen to me. Like, like emotionally, like if it was a happy dream or sad dream, like mm-hmm. I can go like I wake up like man, that was a fucking great dream, right? And I go to the rest of my day. I'm like, and then like. Four hours into my day out, I can reminisce of that dream. Like, fuck, that was a great dream. It's just an emotionally up boost. Or yeah, there's vice no. versa. It will fucking bring me down because it was a sad dream and, type deal. And that's how my dreams are, though. Like, if I'm happy and I know that mm-hmm. I'm, like, doing good in life, yeah. like, I'll have happy dreams. Like, we'll I, see, like, like I will see, like, I nonstop. And, like, the thing is, is, like, I've had dreams, like, that I think are scary dreams. Like, you know, you, like, I think oh, almost God. everyone's had, like, a falling dream. Yeah. Like, Everyone and, has a so if and, you read the, the theory, but this is the, the problem uh, is is I make the bottom. You hit the bottom. I hit the bottom. So you're supposed to every die. fucking time. You're supposed I don't to die. die. I don't. That's die. the fucking theory. I don't die. The theory is die. if you hit the bottom, you die. I hit the bottom all the time. Really? I've never hit the bottom. And I've never. But and, I always wake up like. And, <gasps> I wake. I up never like have that. those. No, I hit really? the bottom. I hit the bottom. I go, man, that fucking hurt. And then so some, I can hit bottom now. I'm, I'm sometimes, okay. sometimes I'll get up and I'll be like, "That was fucking wild." And I'll look up and there'll be like a bunch of people cheering. And then I have a whole another dream past that. What? That's wild. And then and then other times I hit the bottom. I hit the bottom, mm-hmm. and I'm in so much pain that I can't move. Oh damn! And and then so I, what's a uh, sleep paralysis? Oh, sleep paralysis is wild. If have you, you ever had, had that? It, yeah, I've, I've never had, had that as that. well. Never had sleep had paralysis. Had that as well. If I take enough Benadryl, I will get sleep paralysis. Or you ever had sleep paralysis? Nope. You know it sleep paralysis is fucking is? scary. Go, uh, paralysis when you're sleeping. No, you wake up and you can't move. Yeah, you had paralysis when like you're, you're Like your head, eyes, everything works, but you can't move. Like you're just like, right. what the you fuck's going on? paralysis while sleeping. So like a, a lot of people, you say contribute that to being possessed like a demon's holding you down. Because your eyes is yeah yeah like you fully process and you know you're awake you just can't fucking right. move your, your body. Your brain's awake, but your body's not. Right. That's crazy. That's fucking creepy. 
I've had that before. That's I've never had that. Kind of if I drink, nightmared. I get it when I drink very heavily. Like if I've mm-hmm. been blacked out. Mm-hmm. If I've been blacked out and I go to sleep and I wake up. Can I say like, the worst dream I have as an adult? That is, it, sleep paralysis is. I was cognizantly like this is a weird thing. It's like I couldn't move, and then I realized like, like I cognitively thought like, oh, mm-hmm. this is sleep paralysis. So you knew what was going on. I knew what was going right. on. Right. Like, that's I cognitively, up, like, well, that's, but, but that's, like, I that's reassuring. Out. I freaked out for like 30 seconds. Up. I freaked out. I freaked out for like 30 seconds. And then you the realize oh, this has happened to me like three or four times now. It's never happened to me. It's fucked up though. And I'd it, be fucked up if it, it always me. happens. I'll tell you my recipe for getting sleep paralysis. Hold on. There's a recipe? Yes. There's it's a, a sprinkle of cinnamon, a little bit of sugar on the tongue. I start drinking around four o'clock in the afternoon. It's never happened when I've day drank. All right. I start drinking around. Hold on. <laughs> what? Hold on. Can we can we can we conduct this experiment? Yeah, we can we can do this. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Try to give me sleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're in the room, I probably won't get it because like Why? when someone like when someone like knocks you or like like any outside no, like No, no, no. Like, oh, I'm talking like we put an air mattress down. We start feeding you drinks at 4 p.m. You go to sleep, and oh, we no, just fucking no, no, no. sit around you like a seance. So, so this wait for you to sleep around. All right, uh, you didn't hear the recipe. Yeah, oh, but right, I'll yeah. tell it to you. All right, let me hear the recipe. I start drinking around 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I get very intoxicated around like 8. Very controllable. Eight, very early. We can control that very well. I, I wake up out of that around 11 to 12. Non sleep paralysis at eleven or twelve. Yeah, and you just wake up. All right, so four to eight, super drunk. Party going on. You pass. Yes. Party. So you're pulling a Corey. Yeah, I'm taking a little power nap. You're t- you're pulling a Corey. You get super drunk, power nap. You're back up. You reparty. I reparty and get hammered drunk. Fuck, again. we got an expert for like, this. Hammered drunk again. Corey, you you're in the you're in you're the lead scientist. Corey, you're the, you're, you're the head. You're, and then you're the head scientist. And then Corey. I drink excessively like not like the way I got drunk before. Like I need to be like throwing back shots. Like the way I got drunk from four to seven is like swigging so beers. We, we got to get a new sign. Swigging beers, not getting too fucked up, but just getting a little too fucked up where I'm like a little tired. And I'm like, all right, before everybody comes over, I'm going to take a little cat nap. I need to write these down. And then, and then I wake up around like 11, 1130. Everybody else is already fucked up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, let's do shots. And then I'm that person who turns into the person who's like, let's keep drinking. Hold on. How many times has this happened to you? Because this is a very specific recipe. It's happened four times. One of them was actually at your house when y'all lived out on... 729? 729. Really? Yeah. It's the time I threw Jared, the golf club onto Jared's car. Oh yeah! You remember how drunk I was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Remember day? Do you remember that I've day? I've never seen that somebody is... chuck a golf club like Travis can chuck a golf club that day. Great days. I couldn't. If I wanted to throw a golf club that far, I couldn't. You couldn't, but you fucking launched well, that motherfucker! Launch. Holy shit! We were playing fucking beer can golf, and we're like nothing. Can, nothing bad can happen. We're hitting beer cans twenty feet. Yeah. And we're like, all right, we're teeing off. We all tee off. Here comes Travis. Cool. And literally, we have... Normally, the car parking is like edge of the fucking gravel parking lot. Which is, what, 75 yards away? 75 yards. Like, 
No, not 75 yards. Maybe 50? Maybe 50 yards. Yeah, okay. Maybe. But still, impressive to throw a golf club. <laughs> so we're corner of the house. <laughs> And I go to swing, and I said, oh, fuck, before anyone else realized what happened. Because they're like, the can didn't move. The can didn't move. I'm watching this golf club about 100 feet in the air just spinning. And I'm like, please no, please no. And then I think it was Taylor or Danny. Danny goes, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But so, like, the best part is, like, the most comical, most less lethal, like, landing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have hit the windshield. Oh, it could have hit the windshield and went right through. So, like, the handle hits the hood, right? So, the golf club hits the hood, and it literally creates this whipping effect. So, it bounces, but also whips right over top the windshield, and just smacks the hood of the What the I might the say just, is th- there was no dent. The, there was no dent on, on the, hood. the hood. But it put, like, a three-inch dent. From the head of the club in the roof of the car. It was like a Chrysler 200. Is that what it was? Yeah. It, uh, was, yeah, it so, was the worst car in the world. But the it was the, the worst new car b- being built the at the time of the world. And this poor Jared had just gotten this car. It was like brand new too. It wasn't brand new. It was new to him. But it was like a newer. It was like that car was only a couple years old. Yeah. It was like, I mean, this was like yeah, some whatever. old lady bought that car and treated it so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact is. <laughs> It worked out the worst way, but the best best way because it didn't hit the windshield. <laughs> all all scientific mathematical equations would have been like that's windshield. As we're we're all <laughs> sitting back, watching it fly through the air, we're just like you Who's see those little you hit? see the little math numbers popping up in your head. You're like minus two plus three divided by four <laughs> minus three plus the wind exponential equation to get you know, the parabola. That's windshield. In there. That's windshield. <laughs> oh oh. Nope, just hood. Boom. But also, the force that it took (laughs) to launch that club from where we were standing, just trying to hit a golf, uh, just just back to the beer cart, just a beer cans. They were crushes. You're not even supposed to hit that hard. Like no, everyone else go as far when you hit them that far. Everyone else has hit. Everyone else has teed off. We've all hit our beer cans. Maybe max 30 yards. Maybe. You guys smoked that lamb that day. That lamb was delicious. It was your lamb. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was your lamb. We yeah, I brought that it. Shit. It was so good. It was the fucking... And maybe the, that was the biggest party of everything, because that's the party we got fucking... We played some cornhole. We we didn't get the cops caught on us. We didn't get the cops caught on us, but the next morning, we were warned the that the cops were, were going to get caught on yeah, us. They just couldn't find it out. They couldn't find the time to get out there. Uh, like Tell I don't remember. Shut the fuck up. So we lived in a really good area where no one knew the number to the cops. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, no, I think the issue was is the cops were called. No, they weren't. The they sheriff. Weren't the sheriff. The sheriff's office said, "Yeah, we have cool. other shit to do. <laughs> we're not going to respond to like you're, you're talking about a 200 200 person party. Yeah, it's not a big deal. <laughs> like." Massive fire. No one got ah. shot. There's no drugs. Okay. All like, right, cool. We're going to let that slide. Somebody's car got the hit by a complaint. golf club. Oh, big deal. <laughs> that, that's how bad the party was. A, a, a golf club. No, no, the golf used. club incident happened at like 2 p.m. Oh, it did. The party went until like re- 4 a.m. I, I remember being so drunk that like, I was like, Jarrett, look. No. You don't. Do you remember being so drunk that Danny kept stabbing the beer can in your back pocket, <laughs> and you got pissed at him? Yeah, he stabbed that. me. He stabbed yeah, me in the leg. You would claim, 
But it was like you kept putting Bud Lights in your back pocket, and Danny kept like. He used like a real knife. Yeah, it he wasn't did. like he was taking his keys and, and Danny was like, Danny was like, he keeps putting him in his back pocket. Watch this. <laughs> he would just go up and stab the fucking can in your back pocket. I was too drunk to even realize he was stabbing the can until he stabbed me. And then I tried to fight him. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. But I feel like if someone stabs you, you're allowed to try to fight them. I don't I mean, even he think, didn't stab you. He stabbed your beer can in your no, back pocket. No, he stabbed me. He, well, the problem was is Danny was getting progressively drunker. So his stabbing was yeah. becoming less accurate. He got and then, in the cheek one time. And then he got me in the cheek. And then I was like, I Danny, mean, like, this was light. all funny until you stabbed me with your knife in my ass cheek. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, I shouldn't put him in my back pocket. Oh, I'm drunk. So the best part is like, a coworker of mine came into the party that time. And he's like the funniest guy you ever meet. And he was just Man. like dying laughing the whole time. And then when you got pissed at him, he was just, he's like, oh yeah, fuck him up. Yeah. Yeah, he stabbed your ass. Fuck him up. Like he just kept saying the most random shit. And that's like, all I needed. That's all. Like he is known for the most, so like, do you realize how long ago that was? That seems like I was a different human being. Like, like I could never, I could never imagine doing no, like, not ten years, no, ago, like seven, seven years, seven years ago. Like I can't even imagine that person that I was, where I would be. Like, I don't that feel like up. I don't think you're that different, like, to be honest. Not that way, but I, I mean, see, I think I there's a see, hold on. I could see you putting a Bud Light in your back pocket right now. Yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't. The first time Danny stabbed me, I'd I'm be like, saying. "Danny, stop!" You know what I mean? I wouldn't be so drunk that I didn't realize he stabbed it. Right, like a can in my back pocket. Like, do you Travis, know what I mean? Travis is walking. And I also the, would never try to fight anyone today. You're just walking. Do you know the, what I mean? You're like, walking I around. Would, the, I would be like, "Dude, that's fucked up." No, like, this is you at the party. You're walking around like, "Fuck, dude!" I keep getting these fucking leaking ass Bud Lights. I don't know what the fucking's <laughs> going on. Like. <laughs> Every bud, every bud light I remember this. You're leaking. not wrong. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just every, drinking them. I'm drinking. He's stabbing them, and hole. I'm drinking them. <laughs> he's, he's stabbing them, and I'm actively drinking them. And I'm like, it's fucking leaking. Like, what the fuck? We got bad cans. Hey, hey, Corey, like, chugging them. Did you get like shotgun pre-shotgun Bud Lights or something? Like, everyone's got a hole right here. Like, I got a shotgun. Everyone, I'm taking. I don't understand what's going on. Oh yeah, I definitely like chug like. Three beers because well, I thought they were, they were leaking on your I ass. I thought they were leaking. Like I thought that it was like a thing. Well, the and best it didn't part is, click in my head that I was pulling them out of a tub of water that had ice in it. You know what I mean? Like why are these all beer? Sense. Like because they already had holes in them. Like From they would what? just be. F- they were in your back. You put them in your back pocket. I'm saying I thought that they were already had holes in them. Like why the- would they have holes in them? I thought that it was like a bad canning process or something. <laughs> So yeah, like, that, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm trying to like. I, so I didn't think Danny interest. was stabbing him. I thought that they had a hole in them from the start. God, this this motherfucker's got a perfect cut inside. Ooh. All right, but either Who way, the fuck can these? You gotta let you know, I'm out. I gotta get up with the kid in the morning. All right, I mean, it's three a.m. You haven't you have really haven't produced any. Yeah, I know. So y'all have fun so. and see you next time. Oh, peace. Thanks for out. yeah. Welcome to the podcast. I mean, welcome back to what we've already been doing. No, but this is this. Uh, we're having a great conversation. Yeah, I know. I miss, great. I'll miss Corey's input, but what input? He hasn't said shit, <laughs> motherfucker. No, uh, but I was I I thought there was just something wrong with the can. Like, like the, all the can has all the cans had, had, had knife holes, holes in them. them. <laughs> I just want. So, but here's the point. Like, 
logical mind. But it mind. didn't make sense because there should have been if there was if there was holes in them when it they were in the water. Empty. They just would have been empty water. I just would have been drinking water. Right. I was definitely drinking just beer. But the, at the time, that made sense. I mean, you were drunk as you already threw a golf club at a car fifty yards and away. I, and like, so and his dad showed up, and I said, "Don't worry about it. I'll pay for it." Whose dad showed up? Like uh, his one of your uncles, maybe Jarrett's uncle. And I said, Jarrett. Well, no, you had already you already told Jared, hey, give me your information. I'll pay to fix I, Jared's the Jared's like, your insurance is paying for it. And I was like, well, my insurance is not going to pay for it because my car didn't hit it. <laughs> right. But I will pay for it. Take yeah, it. No, no. You I had, said, you had told, I said Monday, I remember. I was I like, remember. Monday morning, take it to Tony's and get an estimate. Right. And, it, I, and whatever hey, it is, hey, I will pay it. Don't sh- worry about shout it. Shout out to Tony because Tony was like. Tony would have given me the deal. Hold on. No, hold on. <laughs> if you were a true person from Culpepper. You took your shit to Tony because you knew that shit was not fucking legit, <laughs> but it was legit. You know what I'm he saying? Did a damn good job cutting all the wheels around. So like, here's Tony, right? This, I, I don't know if I just say this out loud. But I'm he was. Fucking, I'm gonna say it. Tony. Right? All right. So Tony so here's, is, this is, is my this, uncle's uh, my uncle here, by marriage's brother. Ready? This is my dad's conversation with Tony, for me and my brother. Right. So Corey wrecked his car. I wrecked my car. He goes, "Hey Tony, what's the deductible?" 500 cool make it 500 more <laughs> hey 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 work your estimate 500 more to cover deductible tony goes cool we will say shit G- guess what the debu- deductible i paid for wrecking my car zero because the, the fucking deductible was worked into the estimate from tony fucking tony was the guy and we're not trying to put tony on blast if you're an insurance company listen to that that was that was hey the story we say everyone Hey, but Allstate. like that was not true. Hey, Allstate, this is this is the only allegedly, th- allegedly, no, we tell allegedly, pe- Shh. allegedly. This is what we tell people to take their car to Tony, get them more information. It's not a true story. It's alleged. It's a fucking fairy tale. Yeah, it's yeah, like he fucking would never hey, do that. hey, the tooth fairy, put some money under your pillow for a fucking tooth. Nah, you take your you take your car to Tony to save money. You know what I'm saying? Like take your, fucking tooth Tony's fairy. our boy, Tony Covich. You know what Check I'm him saying? Out. I don't think he's doing work anymore. I think Brandon took over. Oh, fuck. Well, fuck Brandon. Fucking insurance companies put him out of business. I'm just fucking kidding. I think, I think Brandon's like in charge now. Really? Yeah. Fucking Tony's doing like, good Tony's shit. like almost 70. I mean, Tony did a lot of good shit around the area, though. Like, he put the car shows on. Yeah. All that shit, you His know? His old fucking 57. He had a 57 <laughs> before 57s were cool. Cool, right? He had a 57 back in the... Mid nineties. Oh, people had always loved fifty sevens, but Tony bought up every uh. fucking fifty seven in Virginia he could fucking find. <laughs> like ten years before fifty sevens. Like, do you remember like two thousand seven or two thousand? Can you, you imagine having that money though? They got good money. No, but I imagine just having the amount of money. Just go. Yeah, you know, Levi. you got a you got a fifty seven. Oh, oh no. really? Oh, how much you want for it? Oh, even oh. A, even a beat up roller is twenty thousand dollars. Oh, oh, you want twenty thousand for your fi- oh, cool. Beat Here's a roller. check. I'm taking. Hey, put the shit on. Put the shit on the trailer. We're taking it. Tony didn't have that kind of money. He had money. Like he had money, but not you know that. why he has money? Because he does the shit we <laughs> talked about. Because he's our boy. <laughs> Tony has money. I remember, this is why Tony. I remember, Tony is the mob boss of dude, Culpepper. Dude, my dad used my. So my dad got into an accident. We got into a little fender bender. And Tony. Tony's a guy got, that you don't got, talk about, got, but we, talk about. You know what I'm saying? Little, we got into a little fender bender, and my mom, like my mom, got into a little fender bender with a blazer, like in like 1999. 
Hold right. on. The blazer? The blazer. The blazer. The blazer, which I want to restore now, but like the it's one a that's piece still there, shit. the blazer. The blazer. The nineteen ninety one. The maroon stick, blazer. The maroon blazer. Oh, God. That thing has been through hell and back. I want to make it into my off roader. I want I want to make on. it my trailer queen. Hold on. Where's the neon? It's gone. It, it's in a junkyard. Oh fuck. It got junked. Dude, you were the like I had the neon. I had a neon. No, that was you my had the, like we had the neon. Like, yeah. Do you remember me doing donuts in dude, the rec club fucking, field? And they were you like, "You fucked your you neon up, dude." It wasn't my neon. It was my dad's neon. You drove the it neon like it was yours. It was a temporary. We drove the neon to Manassas to the fucking uh, the Union picnic. Oh, yeah. and then we were taking the neon. That was your neon, right? No, you drove. I drove our neon. Me? Oh yeah, me because I was in there. Corey, then. we took seven twenty nine. To fucking no, uh, that would have been road. no, 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 no. That was your neon. No, you drove. No, yeah, I didn't have any of those cars then. You drove. What when I, we went to the fucking Union picnic? That was the mini. I took the mini to that. No, it was the neon. I'm telling no. you, I, I promise you, it was the neon. We, it was the maroon neon. It could have been the neon. It was the neon. It I promise you, it was the neon. It could have been. We drove the neon to Manassas, but we went like seven because you oh, picked because us up in I the was house. Dri- I had the mini then, and I was like, I was like, I told them I would drive because Corey bought my ticket, and he's like, you can't have any beer, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we, yeah, because I had the mini then, and I was like, there's no way Brandon and Corey fit in the mini. Because <laughs> that <laughs> was so true, though. So true. That was yeah. No, you're right. Because I'm trying to think of like through the cars that I had. Yeah, but because I, I but, sat in the back seat of the neon, I, my whole mindset was like, fuck. I'm sitting in the back. I drove like the same model, same year, everything neon. The only difference was mine was silver, yours was maroon. Yeah, the maroon. And like, I was like, I'm in the backseat of a fucking neon. Like, this is fucking, it like fucking blew my mind because I, I only drew, drove, drove one. And now seat, I'm yeah. in the backseat. It was like fucking blew everything. But yeah, so we drove the neon. Dude, that car would have been such oh. a sleeper if you would have swapped the engines in it. Because it looks that, so ridiculous. That neon was fucking. <laughs> but can you imagine? Like, the like, biggest like, I'm not gonna say it was a regret because the fucking car did so much for me. Like, I went, I did so many things in that car. Like it was like, a lot of my good memories happened in that. Like, right, like that car. Yeah, but it's like, hey, it could have been worse. It could have been PT Cruiser. Oh my god. Well, so like, so I literally me and Jonathan had the conversation. So like. PT Cruisers came out with like an automatic turbocharged motor. Two point four, yeah, it's the same as the SRT. But it, for like, but the SRT four comes with like an a. So in order to do an automatic transmission with a turbocharged motor, like it has to rev different. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. So to put a turbocharged motor in my automatic neon, I'd have to do like the PT Cruiser setup. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the, that conversation. When I had any that conversation hat was well, at. I mean, guys are doing the, the transmission shifts like like because yeah, that's so much. Like work spec neon is going to like be a thing now because you can get them. Well, no, 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 no. neons are not going to be a thing N- now. No, no, no. Like the nineties yeah. people people actively race like the nineties RTS. Oh fucking the ones in SRT sticks. fours are the fucking no, no, major no, thing no, for but, a while. Yeah, no, 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 but like in spec because. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like the 94, 96 Neon RT? Well, like... The one that was in before the, the SRT4. They weren't even, in the early days, they weren't even Dodge. I think 
Uh, the Plymouth, Plymouth made them Plymouth, too. Plymouth Neon. Plymouth made well. Plymouth and Dodge both made the Neon right. same years. But you could buy a Plymouth one, which well, is a Plymouth little nicer. Plymouth had like their real like weird like real thin line grill. And then no, they're saying the yeah, they're kind of the same grills though. But the big difference between the Dodge and the Plymouth was the Plymouth was like mm-hmm. what Buick was for Chevy. It was like right. the middle. If you wanted power windows and all like all the nice shit, you had to get the Plymouth one. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right, right, right. So here's the worst part about but, my neon. But this is the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing though. Is they're very cheap, and you can bu- you can get one and turn it into a race car right now for like twelve hundred bucks. What SRT? Every- no RTs. RTs, I got you. I, like yeah, the yeah. mid nineties ones. You can yeah you can before build the SRT race- board came. Yeah, you a can thing, yeah. the the generation before the SRT four. Right, right, right. And they're like two point two, like Iron Dukes. Like they're good. Garbage. Like you know what Dull I mean. garbage. So, but you can turn. Uh, so I'm like, I'm just dying laughing. Think how young and naive I was, but so I think I was, I was 17, right? Mm-hmm. And I had so let's go car history, right? So I had a Nissan King Cab. Is that well, your first car? Technically, it's so much cooler than your. I remember your old truck. That was a badass. The truck. little the like. If you still baby had that, blue yeah, Nissan King that was a truck, right? Badass fucking truck. So before Why I, did you get? Was it just not reliable? So before I, it blew up. Before I got uh, technically before I got my license, right? So it blew up. Um, can I, you imagine that truck today? That'd be a cool oh, truck, it was cool. Today. dude. I had so much shit for it. Like, well, this is the weird thing. It's like the King Cab. I had like, shit you think about for the it, right? Like, like it, was a ni- it was a nineteen eighty five Nissan King Cab, which is so cool right now. But it's like it's like a low rider truck without being a low rider truck. It's like my, what it it's was. Like all the Rangers and the the Toyota trucks. But it was like time. more low rider. Like it was like it was badass. It was like it hey, was you a want fun it? truck? Yeah, it was cool as shit. Like it was. I was like, fuck, this fucking is dope. Like I had. Fucking seat car, like, like, look at that. <laughs> it was so, yeah, it was like, so funny. I'm, I'm 15, right? 16. I'm like, this is fucking dope. I had a steering wheel cover, a fucking seat cover. I had everything a 16 year old could ever want in a fucking new car. And uh, so like, I think I had my learners maybe. And my this is when my parents were divorced. My dad came to pick me up. He's like, hey, well, let's take your truck. And we're like, cool. So we drove my truck. To my where my dad was staring, my grandparents, and we got there, and there was like really bad, like I think, like smoke coming from the exhaust. And my dad's like, Oh, that's not a good, it might be a head gas, like it might be blown, It'd be a head gas with a water pump. And I'm like, Ah, oh, fuck. So, like, we got it back, and then my at the time, my mom and my stepdad got to look at it and come, it was blown. Like the motor was done. Yeah. And it was a nineteen eighty whatever. And at the time in two thousand and five well, I was twenty years old, like No, no, no. It's twenty years old and it was also at the bottom of its value. Like yeah. that was not today if you have a that that exact same truck and the engine blows, that rolling chassis is worth something. Like there's guys right. that want those trucks yeah. now. Do you exactly. know what I'm saying? So like And it was just a different and, and it was like what, two thousand six? 2005 uh, yeah like those were a dime a dozen you could buy them for 500 right. bucks and no one wanted one and no yeah. one could ever see why anyone also would the, ever want one at the point of time maybe it could have been worse but like i was 
too young and naive. Well, well that's to like, what I'm saying. Like today, they like there's no doubt that it's worth something. Right, but even then, they may they might have been worth if a you, little bit to like someone that was super into if it. If you and, if you did the research and like did the like process to get, but to they that were basically point. a car that you scrapped for whatever. But the it was fucking like value of the parts are. The you know truck I mean? was bought to be my first vehicle, so it was kind of like a. It's like giving a fucking kid a. I don't like something to get destroyed. Least, your, well, your first vehicle was actually like cool. My first vehicle sucked. Well, the second vehicle was bought was like a 1994 Nissan Sentra. B20 Sentras are tanks. So I drove that for a while. Um, I left a football game at the high school one night. Completely died on me. Like so, you know. Uh, that little access road that connected the like the high school road Ira to Hoffman. Ira Hoffman. Yeah, I'm like leaving the football game and I'm in the lineup to like turn on Ira Hoffman and it just completely shuts off. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, fuck. And like, I'm a young, I'm like 17, 16. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Like, you know, I don't know shit. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there in lineup. I'm like, uh, and the dude behind us, he's like, hey, do you, do you want to help push it out of the I'm like, yeah, let's push it out of the way. And that was the last time it ever moved on its own. So, like, the guy that rode with me there, his mom picked us up. I think my stepdad and mom, they came and picked up the car, whatever. And I want to say that was like, we got it back running. I drove it for a while. And it was kind of like, after that, I didn't trust it. So I was like, hey, mom, can we, let's go get me a car. So, like, we searched around. I was like 17. I had a job. And we found the fucking Dodge Neon, the silver one, right? Can you think about all the cars that were like the same price as a Dodge Neon that you could have bought that were you amazing? Like so at that time, this whole long story like, I've got me at, to this I've point. I've looked at this. This is oh. the thing I've done this because when my parents bought their Neon, oh. I looked at the cars that were selling for the exact same price as that Neon, and there's cars that are worth eighty thousand dollars today that are like con- like you could have bought mm-hmm. an Integra, a Bug Eye Integra, yep. that today would be worth. Twelve thousand dollars, no question on bring a trailer. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the most disappointing fact about me in this neon. Okay. So <laughs> even an automatic integra. I'm I'm gonna tell you the most still disa- ten grand. So this neon, right? So this is the most disappointing fact. Me being the person I am now, looking back, is very disappointing and very sad. So we were in Fredericksburg and my mom's already taking me to taking me to a couple like Hey, I know this dealer. I know this guy. Because my mom works on like the insurance, you, auto yeah, insurance yeah, thing. You, so he, she, she works knows on, like, dealers. In lot. Yeah. So she, they do a lot of wholesale cars, don't they? Well, they do like, hey, you wrecked your car insurance. We'll wants to make something this, off yeah. of it. Cool. But they work with the dealers like as well in that back end. You know what I mean? Sort of, kind of like they'll come and buy like not wrecked cars, like. Yeah, Let's yeah. say your car gets stolen, insurance like you don't find your car for thirty days. Insurance has already paid you for that car. Yeah. That car goes to them. It gets even though it's off. a clean car if they recover the, it. Properly. The car is like totally fine. It just got stolen. Yeah, but the insurance is already. Paid. Well, it's got a total title. Uh, I don't know if it has a total title. Some of them do. It depends on the state. I don't know how Virginia is. I'm not some sure states. To, if like a car is like, stolen and recovered, it automatically has a a total like a like um uh what's it called. Uh, when a car gets totaled in a salvage a, title, a salvage, but it's, it doesn't really make sense because it's fine. Like 
There's nothing. But it's still. It, but it's just like how the law is. It says if a car's been totaled, well, I, I it has get to be like how salvage. you could label it, but it's, it's not, not the same. It's not like it's a flood car or like a wreck. Or car like yeah, a fucking head-on collision can't be salvaged. Maybe you can get the back seats and yeah, use them. Like it's a fucking working. Well, as car, car gets older, it's very different. Because like my mom's diesel got totaled, and they valued it like five or six thousand dollars. Right. It was like three thousand dollars worth of damage, which were. It needed a new windshield. Mm-hmm. It had a small dent in the door, had a small dent in the hood, and mm-hmm. it needed a new mirror. And they said that was $32,000 worth of repair. Was the damage and the car wasn't worth as much as the damage. Yeah. And, so anyway. But it's very driveable. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we replaced the windshield so for like 200 here's bucks. the sad part. I love we're going to get to the sad part, right? All right, all right. So my mom, working, so we went to these people. We saw this car, this car. She said, oh, we bought this car from here. Let's go by here. We go past and it goes... I go, oh, that car is a spoiler. <laughs> and it was I, a Dodge Neon. It was a fucking Dodge Neon. Like, as, as and then you showed fucking, a little bit of interest, and then everybody talked you into it, and you uh, sold it. Uh, and, like, we go in, right? So I'm 17. I'm working at fucking Food Line at the time, right? The line of foods. So I think, I think they wanted, like, cat, I'll chop I it. think they wanted, like, 12.5 for the car. It had it like, like thirty-five thousand miles. miles. It was like three years old. <laughs> no, it was two. It was it was in two thousand five. The last year, the last year they made neon was two thousand five. Same year we had ours. Yeah, and I, I it was two thousand seven when I bought it. So it was like technically they three years. Right around the same time my mom bought theirs. You know, so I'm like, oh shit. So like, so like it was weird. So like, it was like twelve five they wanted, and like we did the like the fucking you sit down with the fucking finance person. Like, oh, we can do this. And like, I'm like, eh, kind of questionable. And I was like, well, we have somewhere to be, which we did have somewhere to be. So we left and they like within 30 minutes, they called. Oh, we can do this. And I'm like, oh, I can afford that. Working in my 17 year old food line job. Grocery store job. 270 a month car payment. Oh, I can afford that. Yeah, cool. New car. I fucking. Sign the paperwork. And you could have paid the exact same thing for I got a, a fucking, 2003 Integra at the time. I got a fucking Dodge Neon with the spoiler, boys. <laughs> and then we got Stripes. Oh, my. Oh, that's a different story, bro. So the whole Stripes thing, right? I have a Dodge Neon, right? <laughs> know what it needs. Oh, fuck yeah, fucking dude. Fucking Stripes. So I I have no Not idea. Not an SRT4. Let's just an SXT. SX. So. One step below, bro. Come yeah, on, bro. Don't fucking. It's an SXT, bro. Yeah, it's almost a, an SRT. Just the top end of the non SRTs. <laughs> the top so, end. So, we had power windows in the front, crank in the back. Oh my God. It's the only car I've ever seen that oh, had. Oh, this is so embarrassing. This is it the had most half embarrassing. power windows. The most embarrassing story I've ever told. <laughs> I, it's like, no, the embar- it's going to get worse as we go. <laughs> The stories so, of the Dodge Neon. So I have the Dodge Neon. I don't even have... I don't, I've had it a couple years, maybe a year. No, I ha- I've had it a year. Because I used my graduation money to do all the shit I did to it. So I haven't the had stripes any- weren't even bad. The stripes weren't the bad oh, part. You want to tell the bad part? Oh, the chrome rims. The 17 <laughs> inches. Oh. So... <laughs> So I've had the, the it looks neon, pretty right? cool when they were new. They look kind of cool. Oh, they look great, dude. Um, and what happened to them? 
I'll, I'll tell you what happened to him, right? So <laughs> this is the most drawn so out Brandon, dumbass story. Brandon decides that he, so, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what draws it to him. This is what draws So the Dodger dealership in Colvin, we're off 29, right? I was there. We were there one day, and they had an SRT. With, it was a silver SRT, just like mine. It had blue racing stripes, right? I'm like, fuck, that shit looks good. At, obviously, SRT has like the fucking... The fake hood scoop. Yeah. It looks great. And I'm like. Let's talk. I, I get my dad there. And I'm like, dude, we got to test drive this thing. I, I want this car. And like I, something, something didn't work out. I couldn't get the car or whatever. So I'm stuck with my SXT Dodge Neon. I'm like, well, fuck it. You know, my graduation's coming. I got like $3,000 in graduation money, right? Could have bought a real car. Could have bought. No, no. As a fucking grown ass adult, I'm like, if I could have put that three thousand in the bank and just sat on it, well, I didn't. You could have bought a two forty SX. I that today would be worth fifteen thousand dollars with that three thousand dollars. Do you want to know what eighteen year old Brandon did? I, do you, you put racing stripes? So Brandon goes. And you bought some baller ass. So Brandon goes. He sees this SRT four at the Dollar Tree with blue racing stripes. I'm like, fuck! I need racing stripes on my neon. <laughs> you realize how funny that is now. I need racing We thought stripes. it was funny at the time, too, people. Like, no, you, everyone loved it. Everyone uh, it loved looked, it. I, I loved the racing stripes. I'm not going to lie. I love the not, racing stripes. I've, it was I the got, rims that I was like. Can I tell you, I have, I've gotten more compliments on that car than any, any other car. With the, with the Old rims. Old guys love racing stripes. Oh, my God. So, I take it. To the first place. Oh, we can't do the we can't do stripes on that because I'm I'm not looking to get them painted. I'm getting vinyl stripes, which sounds worse now that I'm saying right. I can't afford to paint them. Just give me fucking stickers. Give me stickers. (laughs) Hey, that's what race cars have. They have stickers. So I go to the first place. I'm like, oh, that's that's too complicated. We can't do that. I'm like, fuck. Who said that? Uh, the pawn shop. The they had <laughs> the fucking. Like, I want racing stripes, and they said that's like the easiest one, right? They, they can't do them because of the fucking contours, I guess, uh, to get it to line up. And, and they go, "Oh, check the sign shop." I'm like, "Fucking deal!" Like, <laughs> I drive my car to the sign shop, and they're like, "I'm like, I want this." He's like, "Well, what if we do this, right?" And he he fucking prints out the fucking test strip. I'm like, "Perfect." So it's like a silver car with white stripes and a, like a red and black like board like. Yeah, it looked good. That, like the what the dude did looked amazing, right? I'm like, fuck yeah. And it looked it was a great install. Like it, no, they looked no. when they installed those motherfuckers, it looked clean. If you it would have added like two thousand dollars for the value of that piece of shit. If you want vinyl pinstripe or racing stripes in your car, go to the sign because they did an amazing job. I just regretted how much the, did that cost? Five hundred dollars. That's not bad. That's not bad. If you want vinyl racing stripes on your car, go to the sign shop because they demand it. If you want vinyl racing stripes on your car, question your judgment on wanting vinyl racing stripes on your car. But if you want them, wholeheartedly go there because they do an amazing job. (laughs) If you own a Dodge Neon, do not get racing stripes on your car. That's just in general. Do not get racing stripes on your car unless it is a race car. (laughs) Or or Shelby Cobra. They're acceptable on Shelby Cobras. Yeah, I mean... Like, they did an amazing job. Like, you could not ask better, for a better job than they did. Dodge Vipers, you can, yeah. you, you can get... All I'm saying is I was... If you have a snake in the name of your car, you I was 18 years old. I wanted fucking racing stripes, and I wanted some fucking dope-ass rims. So what I do? I went and spent $1,500 on chrome-ass 17 rims. 
from fucking Hockham's <laughs> Automotive Options. That's a lot of money for for. I rims. got him on a deal though. <laughs> That's what he told you. Well, no, this is this is where he, this <laughs> That's is where what they he fucked told up. You. This is what he so told I got. You. I got the four rims, just the four. Okay. And I probably had them maybe four or five months, and I was fucking cleaning them and fucking one of them chipped off. Like the chrome started chipping off. I was like, oh fuck! I went back there. He goes. Uh, you know, normally we charge people for a replacement when we charge them the initial cost. And we, he's like, knowing your dad and you, we didn't charge you that. And I'm like, it's not my problem. I need a replacement because it's, it's fucking chipping. Oh, he's like replacement insurance. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like, I got like the fucking bottom of the line. The bottom. The what bottom they of would the charge. Drum. Yeah. Like their you know? cost, basically. Right. So he's like. I'm like, okay. They were very expensive rims. They were just very... Uh, like No, they were like super expensive. I, like nice... They were very... Dude, they were I, very yeah. expensive rims. That, I will say this. They were very expensive rims and very... I'd say high-end rims. They were. What but a they fucking were just, Dodge Neon. What the but fuck they were just, was I they're, thinking? They're also ugly as sin. No, they look great, dude. What the fuck you mean? I love your racing stripes. Those rims sucked. I had rims and racing stripes. Your racing stripes were fucking awesome. Brandon, your rims rims sucked. Your racing stripes were amazing. Once I put the rims... I loved your racing stripes. Once I put the racing stripes on the rims on my car, you know how fast I went? Negative four miles per hour faster. I went so much faster, dude. Did you feel faster? The fucking... The racing stripes... You know feel is a real thing. The racing stripes themselves gave me fifty more real wheel, real wheel horsepower. Do you know? Real study though, people driving red cars compared to white cars feel like they're driving faster. Well, because red cars feel dangerous because cops pull them over more often. No, that, that's the thing. They've done the study. No, no, they no, had study. They've had people that's a drive very big study, and they ask them which one do you think you felt like you went faster. The mental, in? The mentor fa- mental factor on a lot of things is a very yeah. big thing. And they said, like, it's like 90, 90 to 10, so they feel like they went faster in the red car. Can I tell you the most embarrassed but most hyped I've ever felt about that neon? You got a speeding ticket? Nope. Nope. So I... That was a funny joke. No. Was okay. You can address it. That was pretty funny. Also, every speeding ticket I've ever had in my life was in the neon. It was. So it's a fact. Vroom, vroom. But the most... What was Dodge's? The most... In- what was Dodge's thing then? We just make shitty cars. <laughs> we took a bailout. Just buy our cars, Dude, please. I buy our so cars, much. please. The, the, we also have a Cummins in our truck. That was on. that was their thing. There was like, we have a Cummins in our truck. <laughs> we're, so, we're so far in this podcast, but I have literally like four more hours of neon stories. We could, so, just, we could just break it into two. Just break <sighs> it into two parts. No, so the most embarrassed I've ever been, but the most hyped I've ever been in my neon. Okay. Ready? So ready? I didn't have the muffler on my neon. No muffler. Why? So, why are you running open muff? Well, fuck it. So <laughs> yeah, another story about your automatic another, neon. Another story. My dad worked at a shop at the time, CNC shell. This ran a straight pipe off, or they took so, the muffler off. Yes. So the mechanic at the shop my dad was working at. Like, fuck it. Let's we were. The muffler off. I don't. What, it was maybe a basic oil change or whatever. He's like. The mechanic, he's like, you want to take the muffler off to see what it sounds like? And I was like, uh, my dad's like, yeah, go ahead. And we took the muffler off. He's like, we drove, my dad drove it down the road and back. And I was like, that's fucking shit. Sounds cool as shit. 
I'm like fucking 17, 18. You know what I'm saying? This shit sounded good to me. <laughs> Two liter with no bubble. <laughs> it sounded good as shit, dude. I'm not going to lie. It sounded really good. It was real deep. There was no bubble. Sounded like my Jeep. There was no bubble. Like so, you know where like fucking Harbor Freight is now? And like all yeah. that? Yeah. Or Farmer Jack used so to I, I got my fucking rims. I got my racing stripes. I got no muffler. I'm fucking balling. You know what I'm saying? I got Out my, to target. I got my windows down. And I'm driving, right? He's and I'm just, blasting the best of. So you know there. There's, now that's what I call music 18. So you know there. there's They have the speed bumps, right? Yeah. I'm fu- so I can't go fast because I got my rims. I'm fucking racing stripes. Running those little, like, those little teeny. Like the... The tires on those rims look like band-aids. Oh, there was no tire. There was no tire. They rode like shit. I spent more money on tires on that car than the car Because you just kept running through tires. Just, and this is garbage. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm fucking driving past like these cars. This mom and this like maybe eight-year-old boy is coming out of stores. My car. You s- ran them over? No. My car sounds loud as fuck. My windows are down. Racing stripes. You blaring some like, and the little boy goes, Nelly. The, the little boy goes, Mom, Mom, it's a race car, it's a race car, and I'm just like, Don't look, don't look. I'm like, This car, <laughs> I'm like, I'm to the point where I know what I'm driving is not what it is, yeah, you know, you're not like driving a type R integrity, yeah, which you could have afforded for that twelve thousand dollars. You brought you this up a lot, and you're making me feel worse for my previous decision. But that car did a lot for me, it and did. I enjoyed I, it. Dude, I, my first car was a 1987 Chevy Cavalier mm-hmm. that my parents bought new in 1987. Great car. It was a horrible car. The car sucked. You want to know how, I, you wanna know how long Jeep I drove that My Jeep was faster neon? than that fucking car. You know, you wanna, I drove it blew that, up when I was I driving I drove it. that Neon for... They were very uh, uh, listen, twelve years. I drove the if neon. We were not, if we're not talking about rims, parts for the cav- or for for the neon were mm-hmm. dirt. Like like new brake pads were like fifty bucks. You know what I put on? You know the most I spent on the neon camshaft sensors. I don't know why. I would blow a camshaft sensor once a year in that car. How much do they cost? Thirty five bucks. That's weird. That's like an engine overheating issue or something. That's really so weird. Like, we never replaced ours. We put 135,000 miles I don't, on it. Something about mine. I put three or four Camp Jeff sensors on that's, that car. That sounds like a very like Dodge thing. You know I, mean, I mean, I get like, they're, they're only 35 bucks. Though. So they like could the be, first they one, could be 800 bucks. The first one I took to the shop got fixed. And after that, I was like, so like a year later, it went out Just again. throw check engine lights. So like, so what would happen was like, it would throw the check engine light. But if I gave it too much gas, You'd just die. No, it, it would like jump. It was like bah, 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 bah. so. Like, but if I eased on the gas, it was fine. Like I had to like yeah. really slowly ease on, get up to speed. Cool being so. I, once like the third time it happened, I would drive like six months on it. Like <laughs> fuck it, like fuck these. Like I haven't had any. Like well, it was a non. Uh, the engine itself was a non uh, non interference motor, right? So like the 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 head of the, the and that's why they're kind of so bulletproof is like that they couldn't mm-hmm. blow up because the valves could never ping off the cylinders just because right. of the way like the head of the cylinder 
Like, yeah, so like, is like, so the funny part you was, couldn't really fuck it up. You know what I mean? That was the thing. Is like when you run an interference engine, like in, in like an interference engine, like if the if if the cylinder heads are not coming up at the right time and the valves are dropping, you get like valve ping, and then you yeah. can just blow the whole fucking thing up. Right. And if a timing belt goes in an interference engine, that's why you have mm-hmm. to be like mindful. Of like Subarus and a lot of mo- modern engines is because. Like if the timing belt breaks and that interference will happen mm-hmm. and then you just ping a fucking valve. Oh yeah. But like my, my, like a lot of the older, like, like late eighties, early nineties motors, they're non-interference engines. So right. I blew the timing belt in my Ranger and I was just able to put a new fucking timing belt. on. Like I saw a timing belt and I looked at it and I said, that's going to break at some point. And I'm going to have to get towed. <laughs> right. But I just waited till it broke and then I got a tow. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? But like in in a modern motor like like that are interference motors like if the timing belt goes and it pings mm-hmm. or like what you're having where camshaft systems failing and they ping it just goes ding, 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 and then all your valves are just screwed up and it will great. never run again. You just you just had to learn <laughs> you just had to know how to drive it with a camshaft sensor failure. Like literally if you eased on the gas like you didn't like fucking floor it or like <laughs> Uh, we can go fast. We have to be slow getting there. Exactly. We can get to sixty miles an hour, but you just had to fucking. It, it wasn't like in a like a real slow pace. Like you just had to be like real conscious of like getting there. So like at the time, my girlfriend was like, "Oh, I'll drive." I was like, "No, you don't. You don't want to drive." She said, "No, I got it." I was like, "Okay." So we were like, we were first. We were like, yeah, I was ding, like, ding, ding, and she would take off. She would fucking hit. And she, uh, the, the car would jump. She's and like. Once you like, like a torque sensor. Once, yeah. once you got up there, it would like kind of stop, but then you just hit a light and uh, and she's like she put she's like no I'm not driving. I was like I told you I tried to warn you you didn't want to drive. This is the bullshit I deal with every day until I until I paid the money and fix it. This is what we're dealing with. And I was like, it didn't stop me for getting your from, car still look fucking cool. Uh, fuck, I had racing drives and rims, bro. <laughs> but that shit, it didn't stop me getting from point a to point b so it was never like that fucking big deal in my head i was like i can get there i've never had a car that's had those problems outside of my jeep my jeep always had problems but it was a jeep and it was never my primary car i had so the the cavalier died nothing nothing you've had has like major problems like it's had major problems the camtech sister to me was never like i'm like oh a 35 dollar fix i Fixing it was a pain in the ass because of where it well, was. I will say this. I've never had like modern car problems with the car I've ever owned. Okay. So so the the Cavalier died because the catalytic converter was jammed. It overclogged the engine. The engine just kind of blew up. It uh, was like a $500 car. Like my parents were just like, drive it till it's dead. Right. I got my spec. I had my uh, spec. Dude, you've had so many good cars though. The Spec V? The Spec V. It was an awesome fucking car. It was amazing. Every, and the guy who had it before I me, wanted a Spec V for a while. Dude, and like, then you had one. They're like $4,000 right now. Car stories, right? I was like so pissed. Dude, if you want one, buy one. Oh, Go so buy pissed. one. They're, I don't they're want, dirt I'm not. cheap right now. No, I don't want them. They're dirt cheap. They're, they're, I'm telling you, it's going to be the car. Mm-hmm. Five years from now, it's gonna you can buy it for $3,000. So can I tell you the car story right the most now. upset I've ever been? Okay. Please, and we'll get you back were to there. Car you were there. So it was at the point of time when I was like super big into like lifting weights at Gold's Gym, right? And at that point in time, the car I always wanted was a Honda Civic Si. 
right? What, Personally. What, what generation? Uh, it was eight? eight the one in seventh? Is a, the one before the one Corey had. It was the one Corey had. Oh, the eighth gen, yeah. Yeah, the eighth gen. So, like, Corey, at that point in time. I was I, the one that talked him into that car. <laughs> at the, no, here's the thing. At the point in I told time. Him, I told him, you're going to buy this car because he was, like, looking for a car at the time. Or I'm going to buy this car. No, so here's the thing. So at the time, like... So call your dad or I'm going to call my mom. For at least... I don't know how long I've been looking at those cars like, oh, this is the car I want. I want this car so bad. I want this car, right? So I, he I was... He couldn't drive stick when he bought that car. No, no, he did because the rodeo is stick. No, no, no. The no, rodeo is no. stick. The rodeo was stick. Oh, yeah, your so dad, could drive your, stick. But your... Oh, they wouldn't let us test drive it because we were too young. Is that what it was? I just remember your dad had to come to test drive it mm. because they wouldn't let us test drive it. Oh, uh, okay. And I think it's yeah, because, but the we, I think it's because we were like under 21. Or, I was like, what if I showed up and I was like 19? I don't know. Did but here's he, the thing. Did, like, he, did he have that in high school, though? Do you have the, the, the SI in high school? Maybe for the end part. No, it's when, it's, it's when the, the, uh, that, the other one died. So he had the Sunfire. Right. Then he had the rodeo. And then the rodeo died. Or he got into I don't that, think the he, rodeo died. No, no, died. he got into that accident with... Uh, he got into that accident with... Uh, no, the Sunfire got in the accident. Oh, is that what he got in the accident? He got the rodeo because oh, he of the traded Sunfire. traded for like 500 bucks. Yes. All right. Ro- okay. That. So here's the thing. I wanted, a, I wanted a Civic Si so bad at that age, right? I wanted that Jonathan car. had the, the EK. Yeah, yeah, right. And I was like... At that point, I kind of knew a little bit about cars, right? Like, I kind of knew something. This is after, like, two years, three years after Neon. I knew cars. I was like, the fucking Civic Si, it's a good car. I want it. I was at Gold's Gym working out, right? And, like, Corey calls me, hey, where are you at? I'm like, I'm at Gold's. He's like, hey, come outside. I got to show you something. And, like, somehow I I knew you were with him, right? And I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, me and Travis are coming to show you something. I was like, okay, cool. And I come outside, and I see this fucking red Civic SI coming down the road. And I'm like, oh, Travis bought a fucking SI, and Corey wants to show me because he knows I want one, right? I'm like, cool. Like, And he's like, oh, it's mine. I'm like, in my whole mind, it was like, fuck you, bro. Like, this is the car I want, and you went out and fucking bought Like, that's how I kind of thought at the time. Like, I've stuck this fucking neon, and you have... And you went and got the car I want. You know what I'm saying? Like well, when Corey told me what he traded the SIN for, I know it had a lot of miles on it, and it had shit that needed to be done. But when he told me what... When he traded in for the Dart, right? Mm-hmm. When he told me what they paid him for it, I was like, dude. There's a, there's a really long backstory to that whole fucking thing, though. Really? Can we yeah. talk about it after this? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, we can care. Corey can tell you the whole story. Does it have to do with Corey's like financial stuff, or does it have to do oh, with the no, car no, itself? Like, like, oh no, no, like how many? I, I know what the wrecks and stuff like that he'd had in it in the slide sites. Like, it definitely had like a, a questionable history. No, but what they like the fucking salesman. Oh, bullshit! How? Like, oh really? Yeah. So like the so I'll just say it. Like he went to like. I guess he's looking at another car, and like the clutch was kind of getting a little iffy. He needed to, he needed to replace the clutch. Yeah, the clutch was getting iffy. Because he'd been but, like, dropping it. It had 130,000 miles on mm-hmm. it, and we drove it like we were fucking but, 20 like, years old. But if you knew how to drive, like you could get fucking by. Like Corey. Oh, you get from point A to point B in it. But the Corey clutch was can, gone. The clutch needed to be replaced. It's but, not hard. It's not hard to replace the clutch no, in that car. But he, like, so, like, 
They were like, but it's a weekend, and you got to like not have a car for like. So he was going. Like he was looking at like cars to trade in. Yeah, he had like two hundred thousand miles. Right, on so he, he was in. looking at the Dart and like I guess the sales guy, I don't like or the finance, I don't know. The whatever dude was like, oh well, let me try, let me drive your car to fucking test, see it, see what it's and like. He burnt the clutch out. He fucking dropped the clutch and burned it out. Like, and my dad and Corey sat there and watched him do it right on twenty nine, <sighs> and it was kind of like one of those fucking. Like really, dude, it's a two hundred thousand mile car. If you can't drive a fucking stick, yeah, like no it was one of those iffy situations. Like, hey, this is like this you, is gone. You're man. replacing the clutch, or we're buying the like we're, we're working a hell of a deal in that. We're car. working something out here, like because you just ruined their fucking clutch. Right, like, that, they, granted, it needed to be replaced, but like it was still drivable like, until you fucking drove it. Corey and my dad would have drove the SI off the lot fine. But after that guy drove it, the car was undrivable yeah. after he fucking ruined the clutch. So it was either like, all right, so we're standing here. You're either giving us a really good deal on this are car. Are you going to replace our clutch? Or you're replacing our, what are we doing? Because like, and like, obviously there are, Corey's already in the market for another car. Yeah. So it was That's like, all right, was cool. There. So he drove it with the, the fucking Dodge. Well, the even Dodge. then, I they must have done numbers on the other side. Because I was like, Corey's like, the, the clutch was gone. They gave me this price. And I was like. Yeah. I don't think you realize you just sold a, a collector's car for a fucking Dodge Dart. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was like, I need. I understood his decision at yeah, the time he needed because something he needed at the time. a commuter. Yeah, and it was like they gave me like mm-hmm. this price for this, and the money worked out the way I needed it, and I just needed to get from point A to front B, right. and the Civic was not going to do it. And like me and Richard both were like, we would have split it. Like, <laughs> like, like it just needed a clutch, and he's like, yeah, the K, it's the fucking K twenty, like K20 this fucking run forever and give you all still that great power. motor. Yeah. Till the day. Even to the day, people are still dropping K20s and the shit. Yeah. They haven't put them in their cars in for the last, like, nine years. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's a legendary engine on a legendary car. Yep. Like, like, and they give him, like, but yet again, it's, it's the same like two, as the Dodge Neon. They though. gave him, like, two grand for him. And I get that at the time, like, those cars Corey with Corey didn't know them. what he had. Yeah. Well, that the was the thing. It's like, when he, bought it, when he bought it that day, I was like, I'm either trading my car in. <laughs> or you're gonna buy this because he was in the market for a car. Yeah, and they got traded in that day. Right. And I was like, "How much you want for it?" And they're like, sixty nine. And I was like, mm, <laughs> "I know what my car is worth right now, and I yeah. can, I can." Corey called I had, my me. My car was worth like six grand, and I was like, uh, "Corey, you're either going to like buy this car, or I'm gonna buy this I car." I can picture it now, dude. I walked out of Gold's Gym, and I'm like standing on the sidewalk. I look to the left. I just see this fucking red ass. I'm like. And it just hit me. I like I didn't know, but I deep down knew. I was like, "Fuck, that's Corey in that car." And and my first thought was like, "Oh, Travis bought it." You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Corey's just driving through the park. Travis bought it, and then Corey's like, "No, it's mine." I'm like, "Fuck you, Corey." Fuck. You. Like my first instinct was like, "Fuck," because that's the car I wanted. And now you're. Well, he didn't it. even like that. He wanted to look at trucks when we went that day. Oh, I'm sure. And Corey's and, never been a car guy. And Corey's I was like, always been like. A truck like yeah. type person. I'm yeah. a I'm a car person. Like if you if you put up like a fucking brand new truck or like I'm a truck guy. I'm a car person. But I'm also like deep a, down. I'm I love cars, but like I have my mom's I have the TDI right now. So that like fills my car <sighs> yeah. my car niche. You know what I mean? Because like yeah. I have this really weird kind of like it's Dude. not. It's not luxury. It's 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 like middle fast. It handles really well. 
it's just a fun like pulling up to diesel pump in that like 2005 like bright blue <laughs> diesel right? beetle and it's like fucking knocking like a fucking diesel motor you know what I mean? Ah, and it's it just so good though. It it, it doesn't. It it sounds it like it, so good. it sounds. It regularly sounds like it's about to blow up. That's fine though. It but that's so how good. it's supposed to sound. I know that you know I mean? sounds so good. And and it's it, like it fills my car niche right now. I don't feel like I need to have a car because I have this like enthusiast car that I like kind of mm-hmm. daily drive. And it's just like like whenever I want to like drive a car, like. That's the car, and it's like yeah. it's a stick, and it's like a five-speed, and it's just it fills it fills the need. That's it fills all you the need. need, and That's it's all, all you need. need. And I get to commute in it, and it gets fifty miles a gallon on the highway. Fifty miles a right. gallon on the highway. What I, more do you want? I can sometimes like I can stretch it all the way to sixty. Sometimes, damn, isn't that wild? What is, what is diesel going for now? And two fifty. That's not bad. Two fifty. That's and not I, bad. Okay. I get about I get about like. I get it. Like, if I drive the dog shit out of it, I get forty-eight miles a gallon. What does, it take you, what does it take to fill up the tank? Oh, it's a eleven-gallon tank. Two fifty eleven. Okay. So like, I never run it all the way down because it's a diesel. You're I put, looking out like thirty-five bucks. Not even that. Thirty. Thirty to thirty-five. Even less because I only run it down to three quarters. What and, I'm saying, like, if you went like bone dry, not quite bone dry. Yeah. You're like $35 max. 250 times what? Like You like said 11. 10.5 because it never takes 11. Right. $26? Oh, that's it? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. 20, it's like 250 times times 10.5. Like yes, 26 yes, bucks. 26, that's not bad at all. No. No, when diesel's through the roof. Right. But the thing is, is like even driving back, it has a 600-mile range. Fuck. If I drive it like nice. Right. So like, like, so even then, like, so like, if I drive it like a, if I drive dog, like if I dog it, I get like 48 miles a gallon. So 48 times, times 48 miles a gallon still sounds yeah, amazing. 48 times 10. Like if I dog it, I still get, I still get 480 miles of the tank. Fuck dude. If I dog it. Right. And usually I'm getting about 50, like 50. So 50 times 10.5. I'm getting 525 miles. That's like, what more do you want? To a tank. And what a more tank do you costs want? 25 bucks. So, like, we were talking, like, so if gas prices and everything fucking hits the roof, right? They won't. We're, we've already passed peak oil. But. What I'm saying, though, is, like, I'm not against buying an electric car. So I was like, all right, so I work in Culpepper. Well, you know I'm on, I've already reserved a Tesla truck, right? That's fine. And I looked into, like, if I bought a fucking electric car, where can I charge it between work and where I live? But you don't need to. And there's nothing. You don't need to. I don't need to. But in the case of emergency, the point, is like it's, if I needed to do it, see, they where have, could I do they it? And the there's Tesla, nothing in between. They have the Tesla superchargers in Madison now at the Sheets. Okay, but I'm... Well, no, my for me, I'm is, saying for me. My point is, like, in in order for me to go from where I work all the way to Madison to where I live is completely. Oh no no no! I'm saying for me, like that's why I'm on the lift. Is because yeah. I feel like there's the infrastructure there. But you I, also live in a more 
progressive liberal area. Right. Which, I mean, Fredericksburg's got fucking charging stations for days. Yeah. It's just like, how do you get from there to there? Just from where I live is... And see, the... To where I work, there's nothing. Well, the reason why Madison got superchargers is because if you're going from Washington, D.C. Yeah. To Charlottesville, which is a very regular drive... That's about that's about a hundred miles out where they would need to like. But you would think, think like where I live, there's probably quite a. Few, I mean, I guess you could hit Fredericksburg. Yeah. On your way, like if you hit 95, or even if you go back, like is there anything in Warrington? I'm I'm guessing Warrington might have chargers. There's a bunch of Prince William County has a bunch of chargers. So like either way, so if you start where I live and you go either way, you're gonna hit a charger at some point. Yeah, that's the that's it, you just fall in the gap of the people they're not worried about. Right, like I fall in the gap of like either you're you're traveling far enough to where you're gonna hit one, or you're you're in between. They just expect you to charge right. home because you're less, you're far, way less than 250 miles. Oh yeah, way less. But I'm super into getting a fucking Tesla. I would love to have a Tesla. Or just like a Model 3? Oh, fuck yeah. I've thought about so it. So dope, dude. I, I just... But then you gotta... Places, you gotta I get live the, in too many places where I like move around too much and I don't know where I'm going to be in the next year and if I can oh, be yeah, in a like, place that has a charger or I can get a charger. I don't think I would own one unless I had like a fucking... My own home. And that's the where thing... Where I can put a charger is in. like... That's why I'm on the list right now because I feel like I'll have enough positive equity in mm-hmm. my... In my truck... I can trade my truck in right. and get the exact same payment on a, on a cyber truck for what I'm paying for my truck. And then do they didn't know, like, do they know the actual release date and price range for the cyber truck? No, it's, it's not just even, all it's just fucking. So all these people put fucking hundred dollar down. It's a refundable deposit. Like I'm just I saying I don't like getting, it's not a real, de- Oh, I fucking, how many people put a hundred dollars down for the cyber truck? Apparently a lot more like a lot more people did it sooner than I did. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, how many people and there's no release date. Oh, like three hundred thousand. There's something no. Like that. There's no release date. There's no like legit specs. Anything about this truck? Well, there's legit specs. Like there, there's the specs of like the car. Well, they showed, I mean, or the truck they showed. But the like, specs say that the, the specs say that the glass isn't going to shatter and. Well, he did throw a ball bearing. If you did that to my Jeep right now, it would go right through both sides. Do you not do you not think that they thought throwing a ball bearing was not going to break the glass? Well, this yes. is this is the problem. They thought the glass well, this was is, not going to break. Apparently, they this is the problem is that they'd thrown the ball bearing against it before they even started just mm-hmm. to test to make sure it worked. But and they, they threw it as hit. hard as they could and then it caused micro fractures in it and then they do it So the I heard time. that them hitting it with the sledgehammer Oh, the door, the door with the sledgehammer caused structural damage to Right, them. and then that was kind of the X factor to the whole thing fucking shattering. I don't know. But if you own a cyber it's truck... It's still impressive because that ball bearing would have went take, can through we, can we most fucking, We're going to end the podcast with this, right? Okay. So me and you, we drove a smart car to Burgerton Things. I don't even know if Burgerton Things is still open. Still does. I, I believe they still exist. So... Can well, we've we, grown up a little bit. We'll drive it to that bar there, that hipster bar. No, no, have. no. We got we got to relive it. Right. Instead of the next time me and you together visit Burgers and Things, can, we, can it be in a cyber truck instead of a smart car? I will try to buy one in that time period. I feel it's like... It's contingent on me buying a house, but... I feel like it's like the next evolution. Like when smart cars came out and we took it to the Burgers and Things, it was very evolutionary. You know what I'm saying? The smart like cars people, are a new thing. Like Everyone's like, oh shit, this... 
like the new wave smart cars. Like 500 pound a man got out of a a, a, a city it's, car. Us stepping out of a cyber truck's not other than uh, other than the fucking financial. God factor. damn the rednecks right now. They got electric. <laughs> other other than the financial. When I factor, pull a deer out of the back of a cyber truck, that's when you know shit's got real. When we pull up in the cyber truck, they're probably gonna be like, "Do you want to buy burgers and things?" We're like, "We're not that rich. We just have a cyber truck." It's only it's only forty eight thousand dollars. We just for the we just want the fucking burgers. Have you priced the fucking truck? But I'm saying like we're gonna bring it full circle. Well, this is the thing: if they if they can release that truck for forty eight thousand dollars, I don't see it. If they can release that truck for forty eight thousand dollars, not that's the middle tier one. Not that's the, I know. I just don't see, like. Why would I not buy it? Why would you not? Why would I not? I could st- if I had to spend thirty minutes a day at at the Sheets in Madison, hanging out, drinking a sleet well, sharpie, no, well, looking you, at the rednecks with their big ass diesels, being like, "You want to race?" And then going out and trashing them like a Ferrari. Hopefully, if you can afford the truck, you have a charging station at your house. Well, I mean, I live so nomadically that you know. Put a fucking charging station at your house. Well, I just buy a bunch of charging stations. So and, hold and on. I am an electrician, hold so you could definitely wire it. I hadn't I did not process this thought till just now, right? When you pull your Tesla into the charging stations, yes. Do they charge you? Yes. So do you swipe a card and then plug your car in? Yes. Okay. I well, didn't no, know. You use like your Tesla thing. You, like a lot of times you usually use the app and they charge you like it's fucking Uber Eats. Well, that's fine, but like I literally till this Literally split second, never process. Well, it depends. So I it did, depends. I did not it depends on the, the model you have and when you bought it. So like the the early S editions, mm-hmm. like the early Model S's, no. charge nothing. They charge nothing because right. you like grandfathered into yeah. like the old system they had. That's fine. Uh, some of the Model X's are like that, or like they bought like programs where they can just charge for free. All of the modern cars now, it pretty much charges, but like a two hundred and fifty mile range is like. Less than ten bucks. That's fine, but three hundred fifty bucks is like less than ten. What's bucks. what's fucking me up is like I I literally did not process paying at a charging station until now. Yeah, it, it, it did not process like electricity. No, no that uh, it makes sense. Like once I thought about it, it made one hundred percent sense that they would charge you for it. Yes, but it did not process that I'm paying for this until just a second ago. To where it's like fucking put that shit in your house at that point. How much do you think the electric company would charge you to charge your car? They're charging like dead even rates. They're not really? making any money off the charging. Well, fuck it, dude. You even. fucking put a charger at your house. A little post right on the street. Plug it in. Oh, like for your neighbors? Not for you, for your cyber truck. Just one post right in front of your house. Park your truck, plug it in. You gotta run. I think it runs on like 240. That's fine. It's got to run. You gotta get the electric. You're not. You're not running a power cord to it. You're fucking getting the electric company to put this post in. Oh, you're trying. You're saying. Well, you still gotta run a power cord to the fucking car. Well, like I'm hoping you can park right at your. Like it's gotta be fucking designed parking just for your cyber truck. Well, that's what I'm saying. You have to have a garage and a driveway because you can't. What like, the fuck park, you do? You can't park on the street and have a, a like electric car that you charge. Where are you gonna run the cord out your window? No, the post is right on the street. Where you where you and Meg live, right? There's only street parking, correct? Yes, but we have our own right in front of the house. That's fine. You put a fucking post in your own. I only have a hundred amp breaker. I I don't even think I could run. I don't even think I could run. You don't what? 
you're not pulling off the house. You're pulling straight off the electric company with their new post they're putting in just for you in your cyber truck. <laughs> I don't think you understand how electricity works. What the fuck you mean? They fucking pull it off the fucking power yeah, line. Yeah, they do pull it off the power line, but it's got to go through a breaker first and a meter. Well, you got to put a new meter in right at the post. And then you have to put a whole new service panel in. Well, By that point, it. you might as well just run off your home one. Well, you don't have a strong enough fucking home one to run I it, so you got to put a new fucking You're right. whole system. That's what I'm saying. So just put it there, second service, and you're just fucking test the fucking Elon can pay your bill. Fuck them. You got a fucking cyber truck. But you know, I wonder if that will ever happen. You know what I mean? If like Elon like, pays like, your bill. No, 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 no. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, like that's a legitimate issue for like places like neighborhoods that are like mine like mm -hmm. so you have all these states that are going that are going green well they're not going green but they're saying you can't have like you can't sell non-electric cars here like california there's a bunch of neighborhoods where hold on california says you can't you cannot after sell, 2030 you can't sell non-electric cars after 2030 you will not be able to sell a gas car in california you know how many people will not live there because of like everyone's moving out of california anyway well like, california has a lot more infrastructure than we do for for or like, that's fine, but like, what if like nostalgic value? Like, you're just like a fucking collector of antique. Like, you'll there'll still be gas stations. You can still you can't sell a new. I get it, but it's kind of like I don't know. I just feel like it's fucking contradicting. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think I saw a lot of people who are like really into cars feel. I mean. But they're forcing companies to only sell electric cars after 2030. Um, I get it. I, I understand. I'm, I, I like electric cars. I feel like they're really you're efficient and they, they make sense. But else, there's just something like that fucking testosterone. That sound oh, yeah, yeah, of a yeah, yeah. fucking gas-powered engine fucking rumbling. Yeah. And you, know, and you fucking hear an electric yeah, car and you're like, huh? Or, or you don't hear an electric car. That's anymore. what I'm saying. Like You're like, huh? Uh, what like the fuck is that? Sounds like a computer motor. Do you hear that slight hum? Yeah, we're going like 100 miles we're an hour, though. Miles. Like, that wind noise? Yeah. You hear that hum? <laughs> kind of, I guess. So, All right, man. We'll wrap this shit up, though. Oh, for sure. It's been a good podcast. Uh, I, I'm upset that Corey kind of... He died. It's okay. He didn't die. He literally sat here <laughs> quietly the whole time. And awake, too. That was the weird part. He was no, that's, awake. The, it's the he worst. was not even it's sleeping. the most weird podcast. Because like normally when he's not talking, he's asleep. This time he's awake and not talking. And then goes to bed to go to... like. He added some great parts, though. I'm not going to... This is the most complete opposite Corey podcast that's ever happened. You know, sometimes you got to be Corey. And sometimes you got to not be Corey. But we all love Corey. We all love Corey. You know? What a great right. guy. We're over and out. This is uh, B. Travis Brown from the Me Chronicles. Follow me on Twitter at BT Bro, Instagram at B. Travis Brown. Check out the Meat Chronicles. That's on, on Facebook as well. That's B. Travis Brown. To, are you, you going to uh, start a YouTube channel? I'm going to start a YouTube channel. You it's coming. That. That's it's shit, coming. That shit needs to happen. Um, but it's been great talking to you guys. I feel like it's really weird now. You think so? Like, my voice is just kind of like a little saucy. A little saucy. A little saucy. All right. But uh, we're over and we're out. Been not your experts. This has been not your experts. Uh, check. Tune in next week. And uh, maybe. Why are you getting so seductive over there?
I feel hey. you're trying to hit on somebody. Maybe. Hey, that like, that one girl who listens to hey, the podcast. Like, hey. you know, this is uh, not your expert. Like, hey, girl. Hey, if you didn't know, I got the fucking McDonald's was late, one over but here. I knew you pick it up. Like, you got that, like, real, ra- hey, like, man. you try to do that raspy, but not rat. like, hey. Oh, just let it roll on out. Yeah, you in the meat, girl? Yeah. I got that meat over here. Oh. All right. Whoa. But we out, though. You know what I'm saying? Hasta go. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get, like, one boom, boom, boom just to close the podcast? Oh, that's what all I needed. Good night, y'all. <laughs>